10th annual holiday show. Oh, and we've done this 10 times. <laughs> there you are down in the oh, set. Uh, the there you square. are. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10 um, times. Right? We yes. should really have, I really, next time I'm going to have one of those giant chairs and a fireplace behind so, me and I'll just be like, Oh, close the book. So, Hello. So let's yeah. think about this. When we did our first holiday show, I was 37. And how old were you? 25. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think Lucas was still in grade school. I think Lucas wasn't here. I was a fetus. <laughs> I think like, Lucas was in, like, he was, uh, he wasn't even in school yet at this point. Mm. I mean, yeah. Dear, oh dear. All right. So I'm drinking on some. Riley looked exactly here. the same as he did 10 years ago. He has not <laughs> changed at all. He has just gotten louder. So. Yeah. Rob's yeah. like me. We just change our looks by cutting our hair. We just, you know, cut <laughs> or our not, hair long or, or grow it long or whatever. <laughs> Rob, every yeah. once in a while, would just whip off his hat and just be like, toss his uh, mane of hair and be like, and we're going up that mountain. I'd be like, the fuck you say? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first I wanted to apologize to the listeners for missing two weeks of NPR. Um that's a first, but uh, I, I I pretty much almost died a few times. I, I may uh, but have I, laid I, it I am on alive. Thick. Yeah, I may uh, have laid it on thick when people were messaging me. They're like, "Is Eric okay? You said he was dead," and I'm like, "Yeah, it was a mistake." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he's alive as far as I know. <laughs> so, so yeah. just to give people an update, I had COVID, then yeah. I had an upper respiratory infection, then I had a sinus infection. And I all through those two last ones, I had the after COVID, uh, whatever, you know, long. COVID, long COVID, yeah. where you don't want to do anything, can't do anything. Yeah. But uh, here I am. I'm Hobbit still standing. You can't too. kill the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got those little tiny Hobbit lungs, too, that are affected greatly by things. So, That's right. Yeah. They only go like this. You know like what I mean? It's like squeak, 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 yeah. squeak, squeak. <laughs> It's like having two uh, squeaky toys in them, yeah. Yes. So um, this is our last show of 2021, which yes. is crazy. Um, and uh, we're going to be taking the next couple of weeks off so everybody knows. I guess if you're new to the uh, podcast, then you you know we don't podcast at the end of the year. Um, yes, I already had two weeks off, but I'm taking another two weeks off. I guess sometimes... Uh, you know. Power has gone to his head, ladies and gentlemen. Right. He's like, I'm in charge of this network, and I will do what I wish. And I just... <laughs> I'm just strapped so, in along for the ride. So a tradition that we started way back in the beginning was to sort of have just a fun uh, end of the year show where we have people stopping in and uh, no, I cannot smell snake shit. I can't. I can't. We've I, all it, gone nose blind. It's actually, to quite, anyway. it's actually quite nice. Wait, really? You <laughs> be honest with you. No, I no, I can't. I can't smell. No, but the danger is that now, if a snake doesn't eat, he has to wait for his wife to tell him what's going on downstairs, and that yeah. that is the fastest way to get in a lot of trouble. That did happen. I know. <laughs> and I was like, nothing smells. What are you talking no, about? She's like, I'm telling you, it smells like something died. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um. So basically, what we're going to do is, uh, you know, have a festivus for the rest of us. And uh, we're going to have an errand of grievances. And we have some special guests lined up that are going to be popping through uh, throughout the show and uh, airing their grievances. Yeah. And I um, got a lot of problems with you people. And tonight you're going to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
We got some stats. Uh, we're going to talk about the highest rated shows of NPR for 2021, uh, the podcast that we added, uh, and then I'm going to give some numbers of uh, where they were all at. The new so everyone episode. strap in. We're going to everybody open up your pie chart, your 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 charts. We're going to track as you can see in this. It's been projecting well. It's just like <laughs> That's a right. staff meeting. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we got the year in review. So we just go over what we thought. Each one of us kind of have our own thoughts on that. We're going to go through through that and then uh, we're going to talk about what we got planned for 2022 and uh should be a good time we got some really cool guests that are going to be swirl, popping by we got swirl. nipper reed that's going to be go. popping by <laughs> there you go now nice you're Don't you out, yeah. the uh intern advancement ceremony <laughs> yeah we forgot about that you mean you mean, you mean we didn't tell we, you about that owen you mean where we dress <laughs> down and nothing changes perfect <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. um we got uh, Matt Minotola is going to be stopping by at some point. That's I why I'm Keith's wearing down I'm, there hiding out. I don't know if he wants to come I, in or not. If he puts just, his thumb up like this, then I'm going to put him in. If he doesn't, then I he's hope, just going to watch. Uh, I see Matt. He can sign my shirt. That, oh, that okay. wonderful Minotola man. Yeah. I see you rocking the Philly hurt. Yeah. Okay. I got my, my boy Mike is here. I got some announcement for him uh, when we go through. And then um, – yeah, so it should be a good time, and uh, it's nothing but fun. So drink whatever you're. Uh, drink. Well, so what are you drinking, guys? I'm drinking Bex. Riley, well, um, <laughs> he's drinking out of the skull of his enemies. Oh my god! Apparently, he's like that, that. Yes, that is badass. Is that <laughs> I need those uh, with an NPR logo. <laughs> uh, that is an so ale cool. horn, a legit uh, an ale long longhorn horn. Exactly, done. Well, that as the child of the group, I decided to go classy. Got some Pinot Noir. Oh, nice. Pinot. Yeah. Look at this Pinot. fancy guy. You would think he was an academic or something. I'm yeah. seeing my father, the one and only Marcus Lee. Justin is, uh, of course, in doing uh, Sweet Lady DDP, which is <laughs> what he, the only thing he can, he can quit at any time. Any time he can quit. Do you have any? Like, it's yeah. <laughs> All right. Sweet lady DDP. Sweet lady DDP. <laughs> oh. oh, very good. All right. Yep. So uh we all know how it works. If uh Ooh, Rangers good. <laughs> I'll be super impressed if Lucas will pound that whole bottle. That'll be great. That'll do If you get do through it. that in this show, that'll be great. Just Lucas, just, get a straw. Yeah, I was about to say just get a crazy straw in the bottle. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> You don't have any so, classes. Yeah, that'll be well, good. Riley, Riley was the mark to beat for inebriation last year. So, a hundred percent. So it can be you this time. That'll be great. Yeah. Personally, I have the, uh, the... Lagunitas, and uh, yeah. What about you, Owen? So I'm Lagunitas. Uh, what are you? I am a bombshell uh, hard cider. So we're oh, okay. peach lemonade. Very good. Yeah. If this is, is going to be a, mm-hmm. a competition, don't make me go get the football helmet where I can put two beers in the top and drink them through a straw if the whole anything, time. If anything, Riley, it's the last that would be great. passage for the interns. You did mm. yours last year. Lucas now yes. has to have some form of alcohol right. poisoning this year. Nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'll stay coherent enough to enjoy it. from that's, that's, We'll get some clicks out of that for sure. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. I, 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 I had, and then I had mine the year before where I had to, luckily we weren't a visual medium at the time and I could hide the fact that I was falling profusely. Yeah. You, you <laughs> had your mute button game on point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what do you think going unmute? 
I think this mute. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my best work was done that night. (laughs) Oh, that was so good, dude. I knew I was in trouble. I knew it before anybody else knew it, too. I can hear it. it. I knew I was in trouble when Rob and Eric wouldn't stop moving. And I'm like, (laughs) that's... I'm stationary. That's not good. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, um, we should have just inserted the Nick uh, train whistle. You know, yeah. Nick, we were your thoughts. Train whistle. Yeah, we should have just put whistle. that to, to Owen. Okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, I I wanted uh, to um, uh, you know Justin Smith's in the uh, in the chat, and I wanted to smoke a stogie, but uh, I barely can breathe as it is, so I figured it was best. How <laughs> Eric died? Well, from stogies, he, was, he finally was able to breathe again, and decided yeah. the first thing he was going to do was smoke a cigar. Well, he died doing what <laughs> yeah. he loved. I don't know if my little Hobbit lungs can uh, can do it. All right. <laughs> he died doing what he loves, died struggling to breathe. Loves, struggling to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, I had right. my wife on standby. If all of a sudden she has to, like, you know, Run give me in, my uh, nebulizer. <laughs> Corey, get in here. <laughs> she runs Quick. in, stabs him with an EpiPen. That's not what's wrong with him. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I held off on that. I think it's probably a wise move because I probably would be paying for it later. But. Um, I think the first stat that I wanted to share is the three top highest rated shows of NPR. Take a guess. Take a guess. Do you guys have any guesses? Throw it out there. Well, first, I have a question. Yeah. Is it, uh, is is that like, come on, Owen. Do you you mean like top show as in like number of downloads overall or episodes or in all 2021? What is it? Is it number of listens or is it like thumbs up, five stars rating? Listens. No, number of listens. Yes. Okay, okay, I'm going Colubrid, Colubroid. No, yeah. no, 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 NPR. 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 No, what? Oh, no. I'm going. Episodes of NPR. What is he even Kiss, doing here? Stop kissing Pick about. his ass and focus. Oh, oh, uh, shit. Uh, Ruffy natural history episode. Yeah. Nope. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Right. The number one? Yeah, I'm leaving Rob for last because he's the podcast connoisseur. Rob knows. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess it was the episode with Mike Stefani. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like where your head's at there, Riley. I don't know that that's going to be right, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's not right, but yep, it's it's close. Owen? Uh, I'm going to take... Co-host of Doom... I, I, I was gonna. I would. Also, thank you. That is my official title. Kimberly, um, I, Lord of the Kimberly. Lord of the Kimberly. Um, I was gonna go with Doctor Ross, but I think I'm gonna go with Ron St. Pierre, like mm. Ryan said. Oh, oh, and you're you're pro- you're the closest. I, of course, I am. Still not it. Years of practice. Still man. not it. Come on, Rob. Bring it home for me, buddy. Come on. Oh, but he's probably got the stats. <laughs> no, what you looking you at? I do not. <laughs> He's looking at his. He's got a. He's got a chart of all. He just has a higher functioning brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the, my favorite shows and try. So Stefani is the on same there. Thing. Cool. Um, you're saying what, what was your hints there, Eric? Yeah. So let let's go. Some. So Riley said Stefani. That that would have been in my yeah. guesses. Right. Lucas, did he even have a guess? Oh yeah, he said the <laughs> Yeah, he was. It was I, so far um, off. It didn't count. I'm I mean, off to a good start this year. Yeah. And That's Owen said, line. "Owen said 
Did you say Ron... Richard Ross or you said Ron St. Pierre? I said Ron St. Pierre. Can I? So I think it's Richard Ross or Pete no. Coon. No. <gasps> no. No. Is it the number one. Or it's Nick Button in August and it's going to, I'm just going to. And it's just, it yeah. was, just, was it just Correct Nick you are, getting sir. liked the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> You think Nick real- knows technology well enough to up his play count? All right, good point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he plays stupid, right? <laughs> uh, so so the highest-rated show of 2021 was Nick Mutton is back. Wow. Um, hmm. From his long hiatus of podcast where he thought we didn't want him on NPR anymore. But so he's correct. Should, he's writing a book, we- and I want it to be done. So get it done, damn it. <laughs> we should send him a certificate or something. Like, I mean, that'll make him happy. So <laughs> <laughs> um. Anybody want to take a shot at number two? Lucas, if you don't know this, you're going to get banned to the corner. For, uh, then it's for a few. Loafman then, because obviously. Oh, yeah. Snake Digestion was that? Yeah. Correct. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That was a good one. That was an easy guess. Now, that's yeah. one that I have padded the play count. <laughs> wait, I've listened just, to that so wait, many times. Justin says the book's done. Where is it, Justin? I don't have it, Justin. Uh, we got we got, uh, we got, our good friend. Hold on. We're going to complete the set here. Oh, wait. He dropped it. Oh, wait. Here we go. Up, up. As soon as he gives me the thumbs up, I'll add him in. That's you, Philly Herp. <laughs> <laughs> You there he is. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? I don't know why I'm having so much trouble hearing you. So I don't know what that's about. Because you're not wearing headphones. Oh, uh, that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, I guess pause me. I'll go. I don't know if I have headphones here. My headphones are in my work truck. <laughs> Damn it. Can you hear Let us? Let me try at to all? figure something out. Pause me. I'll go look around. Right, pause all and right. get him out of here. There we go. <laughs> Just... <laughs> he can, uh, he's got to be able to steal a set from his kids, right? <laughs> Wait, what happened to Bob Rock? He I don't green know. Or something. He's, he's, he doesn't let us. He doesn't want us to see him drink. But um, Justin, Justin <coughs> the reason can, that you didn't become number one is because you didn't do a podcast with us in yeah, 2021. You, you so, left I us mean, and you went to go play with Chuck. You over went there. to play yeah. with the you know you're uh, fighting in the clubs and stuff. Yeah. You wanted a peaceful Very love violent. over here of carbon yeah, pythons over at NPR land. Listen, and, I know. have always been a lover, not a fighter. As <laughs> ten years worth of podcast could show, I'm Ooh. the calm one. So it's yes, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good show, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what adjective. I think of when I think of Owen. Yeah, number three um, was Ron Saint Pierre. Ah, number three was, was Ron Saint Pierre. Right. So wait, some my internet was being fussy there, Eric. What was number two? Um, snake digestion with Doctor Zach Loafman. Oh, very cool. So that actually does sort of fit into Lucas's guess. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, Rob's uh, good at the intern beatings. I love yeah. it. <laughs> easy to do from behind a green screen. I don't know what happened to you, Rob. Screen. You might have to reset. You're all green. I know it's Christmas and all, but holy heck. Yeah, well, turning into the Grinch as we speak. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, hey, Eric, put me in the back and then pull it back because it looks fine on my end. You're no, good, you're good on, now. No, we're good now. No, no. Yeah. Whatever okay. you did, you're good. Whatever you did, don't do it. Yeah, don't touch it. All right. Next thing I have, how many podcasts did we add? We added Colubrid and Colubroid Radio. We added Reptile Fight Club. We added the Australian Herpticulture Podcast. We added the Monitor Keeping Podcast. We added the Field Herping Podcast and Carpets and Coffee all in 2021. Oh, wait. This many. (laughs) Yes. Six. Six. Speaking of the top. Oh, wait. Found some. Dirt Diggler <laughs> over here is uh he disappeared for a minute. So when Dirt Diggler gives me the heads up, I'll put him in here. 
Dirt Diggler? What's yeah, because we were just talking about Dirt Diggler. He's coming on. You ready? Okay. <laughs> Dirt Diggler has some grievances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. So, Nick, we were just discussing how your show, Nick Mutton is Back, is What's number the one. Number one show this of year? NPR. Yeah. So, Very I told cool. you guys you'd have me on more often. <laughs> mm. Also, for, for the record, I didn't realize that uh, Dirk Diggler was going to literally show up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take it back now. Nor yeah, did I late. know that there was a video component to this either. I was, uh, too late on that as well. Too late. Uh, underprepared. So, <laughs> yeah. right. yay, well, for, yay for professionalism on my part. Yeah. yeah. No worries. It's doing well. It's going but, well. If you um, get the joke, then uh, you're pretty cool, probably. <laughs> so, we got Nick Mutton here, and he wants to air some grievances. So, we're going to go right. Right into airing some yeah, grievances. Go ahead. I got a lot of grievances with you people. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you here people. we go. The one right. only. Go for it. First thing, stop making unboxing videos. Why are you doing that? <laughs> that is, I do not understand this, and maybe I'm just a curmudgeonly old man. I don't know, but it's basically the herpetological equivalent of taking a picture of your food you're going to eat or something. You're basically saying, look at what, don't you wish you had what I'm having? Like, you're not, look what you're not getting. It's like, what, what is the point of this? As well as unboxing, just, just stop it. Just stop. Stop. Uh, also, another grievance, why is reptile YouTube so terrible? It's so unbelievably, unfathomably, and unimaginably awful. It is an embarrassment. Why is why is it nope? It's just it's awful. Why is it so terrible? Damn, we're trying to make it better, Nick. Well. 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 Something, it is, something tells me he's not watching your stuff. Right? It is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. I'm saying I'm not talking about you so much as some other I know offenders you, you can probably imagine what i'm talking about it's like mm -hmm. this, there's just there's so much just trivial fluff and sh clickbait and there's so precious little anything that matters uh, it's kind of i don't know you don't learn anything yeah you don't learn anything you don't i actually literally in the last two days i actually watched a couple of these videos for the first time ever and i was just aghast at how terrible <laughs> it's, just, it's just like mindless like just it's it's madness it's like is that your this is why no one for, takes it seriously is hockey. that your excuse for unprofessionalism tonight you're just you got sucked by the the uh <laughs> the youtube I know, right? vortex like, kind of pulled you in yeah we need to up right. the quality of uh of our of things so maybe you're trying to do that so that's good that's a, a noble effort because <laughs> reptile youtube can use all the help it can get <laughs> agreed yeah and it is just uh it's it's terrible so i don't want to take up all you guys time i'm sure you guys have plenty of your own grievances and other people have grievances <laughs> i have a list yeah <laughs> <laughs> Been making it all year, so yeah. <laughs> I have other things too, but I don't want to be that angry old guy who just rants about stuff. <laughs> That's the whole point of this show. Bring it home, Nick. I know yeah. there's got to be something that's really give, give us, give us one last, really one good last one. thing. Yeah, one last thing. Yeah, uh, uh, stop cutting the tops of your eggs off. Yeah, stop doing it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. It's like this is the herpetological equivalent of the kids who freaking rip the packaging open on their Christmas present and see what they got. It doesn't change. It doesn't change what's in the present. It's like cutting the top of your eggs off with a butter knife or whatever and scooping the snake out with a spoon doesn't change what morph you hit. It just means you're, you're probably fucking up the snake. 
It'll right, Nick. The, the fun part thing. is that you could kill. You could actually kill the present by doing it. That's the fun <laughs> part. It'll still be the same thing in Fresh two days that. when it comes out naturally, you know, and probably it might be less stressed and do better. Like, just stop doing that. Like, what is? How have we normalized that, Jay Brewer? I'm looking at you. Like, how has that become like a normal thing? Like, I'll take a straight razor blade and saw the top of this egg off and get my suit screwed up and scoop this retake. Like, what? How is that normal? Like, how is that possibly a good thing? Like, I, was my favorite was like my bow is. I don't my get bow it. is overdue. When, when do should I cut? I cut her open? Yeah, yeah. when do I cut? Like, no, I, I cut my eggs too. Like I'm not like I'm like cut the top off of them and play. Yeah, there's a difference like, between like, manual pipping and finger fucking. A yeah, one inch them out. straight line slit. Mm-hmm. The most minimal thing I can do. I don't look inside the egg. I don't mess with them. They'll come out. And uh, cutting the whole top off just. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. No good. Again, is it just something we're doing for, look at me, look at what I'm doing. Look at this crappy video on YouTube of me chopping the top of these eggs off. Why is is that what it is? Is It's like society and our hobby becomes so narcissistic that every single aspect of it we need to use for drum up publicity for people to pay attention to us. Even the mundane things. Like, I swear some of this stuff, like, like an unboxing video is like, That'd be like me making a video of me unpacking the groceries that I just went and got. Like, it's like, do you want to watch me put my groceries away? Like, who cares? It's groceries. Who cares? We all do this. Like, I don't, I don't Yeah, understand. and then they do it in their snake room yeah. and bitch about Why is this an entertainment mics. thing now? Yeah. 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 I'm going to so. box up my eggs this year and then do, like, an unboxing with an egg slicing. It'll be the biggest thing on YouTube ever. Uh, you're so. going to tie it all you need, you, yeah. you need a thumbnail of you getting bit, though, too. Yeah, you like a repick coming at me. It's like, I want to do the The egg re-pick. biting you. Yeah. The egg has to be <laughs> biting you. The snake coming out of the uh, Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll totally do and- it. Eric, take a note, actually. Nick unboxing his uh, grocery order based on how well he does with the pod pod listings. Maybe maybe we should look into that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's hot right now. Let's take his thing and write yeah. that. That's a good note. You ride the hot hand in, yeah. in baseball. If it's just hot, you ride it. All those trying to make the most trivial and mundane like, aspects of this seem exciting, like opening a cardboard box. Like, that's not a right. Like, I, I spent the entire day today scraping snake poop off of tubs and cages with a Bondo spreader. It's like, is that entertainment? Like, film that? Like, film that. <laughs> sure. You don't know until you Thursday try. Yeah. Poop scraping. Like, it's not, it's not all glamorous. Extreme scraping poop scraping and then have the scooper like the scraper biting him and then then you're good yeah very good okay (laughs) cool all right thanks Dirk. yeah all right well just so everybody knows tune in tomorrow because on carpets and coffee we got nick coming and hanging out with us i gotta jump off now i got a bunch of stuff to do i gotta finish writing this book so all right (laughs) yeah Yeah. have fun with that i think i actually i think we could be done with the writing on by the end of the weekend, I think it'll be a hundred percent in the can. So that'll be Justin's in the chat. He said, that's a lie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, I got about half a page to write. I got half a page and that's okay. it. And, All right. Uh, cool. All right. All right. We'll, we'll get done. to writing, Nick. Yep. All right. Forward to it. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks. See, you. See you later. There we go. All right. Now we Matt, got the, will you, uh, will you sign my shirt the next time I see you? It's not a problem. You're the best dressed dude tonight. That's surprising. (laughs) It is surprising, right? Usually it's not. Whoa! I wore a tie to the anniversary show, sir. That's true. That is true. Goddamn right.
All right. So next, we're going to have Scott Iper come in and give us his grievances. Mount you know, this is usually Christ. brutal for me and you, Owen. Yeah, so better get right. ready. <laughs> <laughs> we usually what we pronounce wrong. I'm gonna uh, start you know. crying now. <laughs> Let me know when long. it's over. <laughs> so like... Scott was here an hour early, getting ready, pumping yeah. up. <laughs> uh, so welcome, Scott Iper. What's up? Uh oh, he's muted. Well, yeah. Get How are we going? Nice guy. Um, doing good. My more grievance is just my tiger more fucking meek. Um, egg cutty. What the fuck? <laughs> the big difference with that is with me, if I cut eggs, I end up fucking dying. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. Um, There's dangerous what, shit in what those eggs. Whatever happened to people doing V cuts in the top of an egg, make sure once one slits, you do a little V cut, flap it back over, she'll be right. You know, yeah. that, that makes sense. Cutting yeah. off the whole top of an egg is just absolute lunacy to me. Um, you know, maybe people get their rocks off doing it. I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I tried asking. I asked um, a couple of people the other day about it, and they said, oh, well, we just want to see what we get. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever, if that's what you want to do. But I sort of tend to agree with what um, uh, Rob Stone was saying before, is that you can injure your bloody animal doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just... It makes no sense to me. Um, the only other thing I had was that uh, I want to see more of these bloody live videos and live streams and stuff like that that you guys are doing. You know, the old NPR days, it was all live and you could interact and you could throw you guys off while you were talking. And You miss being able to sit up there on a balcony and heckle us while we were doing it. No, that's, that's a fair I mean, point. I, I go back and listen to old episodes and I'll hear Owen go, shut up, Riley. No, damn it. Yeah. Riley, no, <laughs> listen, get out of listen. here. <laughs> Jim, Jim is this close to retiring. I need to keep him at bay as much as humanly possible because no. if he retires, he'll he have nothing to do. So, Where is he? I don't know. He needs his own show on the network. No, we don't. Yeah, he does. Yeah, no, he I think so. Not. Yeah, he do. Yeah. Well, I haven't told you that me and him have been uh, talking, but ah, Scott's second grievance is that man. we interrupted his grievance. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not that rude to you, Alan, but that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I, um, um, yeah. I have parentheses. I told you that before, Alan, but that's what? all right. I have parentheses. You do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, my wife has parentheses. You know. <laughs> she lets right, me look at them. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I get I get to play with them every now and then. Um, yeah, no, 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 that was it. That was actually it for my grievances. Um, other than that, I can't keep up with how many fucking podcasts you guys have got going on at the same time. There's so many days in the week. There's so many podcasts. It's just craziness. So. Um, but obviously, it's a sign of success. So keep keep doing what you guys are doing, and and yeah, you know your pronunciation's getting better. I'll give you that. <laughs> getting there. Yeah, we're calling it Bradley, right? Yeah. Bradley. I've noticed that. Bradley. We, yeah. we try to do better. <laughs> Every once in a while, I go back. I go back. I do go back. But you know, it's hard looks, to, mate, we all do. We all say the wrong things now, and it is what it is. You know. It's um, not as fun as King Horny, but you know. <laughs> I, the reality of it is, it's probably a genius in them anyway. It should be do support against us, but you know, that'll just completely screw things up. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, someone asked me the other day, what's the scrub pythons in Australia? I said, well, everyone's still using amethystina at the moment over here for the most part because the Chippendale paper didn't really clearly define the Mm. difference between that and King Orny. So, it's a pain in the ass, but whatever. You know, at the end of the day, it's a big, angry snake that likes to bite people. (laughs) It's all you need to know. (laughs) that's, That's all you need to know. The snakes knows what they are, so... What does it really matter what fucking name we put on the arbitrary box that we're going to assign them to? Give a fuck, <laughs> Mickey. So, all right, guys. Well, look, you guys have a great Chrissy show. I've yep. uh, said what I needed to say, and uh, yeah, best of luck in the in the new year. And um, hopefully, at some point in time, our fucking stupid fucking borders open up at some point in time. Because I got shit that oh. I want to get on herp, and I can't even cross a fucking border at the moment. So mm-hmm. there's another fucking. That's on my agreement. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very good. Well, thanks, Scott. Awesome, Scott. Always goes. Thank Always you. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up right. later. All right. Uh, now we have. Uh, we uh, hold on one sec. I'm trying to get Nipper a link, but it seems to not be working. But no one's why we wait for Nipper? Look at him. We have the one, the only. No, no Christmas party would be ex- the same without God, Jim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's here. Wait, he's frozen. Oh God damn! Yeah. He's on the same computer Wi-Fi as you, Owen. No, Jesus no, he's in a Christ. different place. He doesn't live here anymore. Threw him out. I'm gonna remove him. <laughs> yep, and then Good. put him back in. Still didn't work. Still didn't work. Remove them. Remove them. Put them back in. Put Tell them, them to hang up and call back in. Year. <laughs> <laughs> He's frozen. Good. I don't know. All right. Tell him. I'm getting in. I'm getting in. Okay. All right. In the meantime, hopefully Nipper. Uh, let's see. Is he back here? Oh my goodness! Leave it to the Macintyres to make the show. Hey, I'm here and on time, Jesus. and this is working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. While we wait for the man himself, uh, let's talk <laughs> about let's talk about some numbers. Okay. So, all the extra NPR um, podcasts, spinoffs, shootoffs, whatever you want to call it, um, the total was ninety three thousand eight hundred and fifty four downloads, which puts puts when you include NPR into it. Is over a million downloads that we've had. Over a million. So that's pretty cool. Um, So the the top winner for the amount of listens uh, for the new podcast is the Australian Herp Podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Reboot the dial up. Yeah, exactly, Justin. Uh, They had 12,703 downloads. Uh, Next one up was a good friend that's in the chat there. Mr. Drew Lander, Reptile Fight Club, 9,057. Strong contender right behind that was the Monitor Keeping Podcast, which was 7,983. Carpets and Coffee. Now, Carpets and Coffee is a little bit of a weird one because we do a lot on YouTube, and that's not calculated into the listens. And because we do it live, most people will watch it on YouTube. But just the podcast uh, is... 
7,919. So not too bad for us up, up here on the top row here. No, it's pretty good. I, I get, you know I get I mean? in a couple episodes. Come on now. Every once in a while. You're damn right. Yeah. When I'm I, dead. I, I have to come on to boost your numbers every once in a while. Right. Yeah. That's true. We need, yeah. uh, and then all the help. Colubrid and Colubroid radio. Um, they were, they were late to the party. So it's kind of not that fair. Cause they only have like four or five shows, but, they have 4,383. Not uh, bad. Yeah, so pretty good. Yeah, on a per episode basis, that's really good. That's yeah. crushing it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it tells wow. me that a lot of people like Colubrids or Colubroids. Colubroids. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let's try Let's try ah. Jim. Oh, Moore. and you even say the Broid one wrong. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked you. <laughs> there he is. I did. Man, the myth, the legend. Still frozen. Jim from Morgantown. He's nope. frozen again. Damn it, Jim. He's moving together. Jim. <laughs> Speak to us, Jim. Okay. No, drinking. Good job, Dad. Yeah, there hey, you go. All signs right. of life. Now he's moving. All right. <laughs> I know technology's stick. tough, but let's go. He is All hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's still moving in slow motion. Still, I don't know. He's moving slow motion. <laughs> You might have to drive down to Owen's place and. Uh... Yeah, don't you come here, <laughs> Jim? They're asking if you're on dial-up. <laughs> uh, he may, he very well could be. <laughs> All right, I'm going to remove him one more time. Remove him again, kick him out, and see what happens here. Let's see, you know, refresh. The old man okay. can't figure it out. Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. And Nipper isn't here either. Hold on, let That's me. What try happens? To we see advanced. We advanced too far beyond Jim McIntyre. He no. uh, he can't do it. He just is just a. Can't figure it out. Poor the guy. older model's not compatible. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the older model's not compatible. You have to stick with me, is what I'm saying. You're <laughs> Eric, maybe have him do it without the camera. Just mm -hmm. do the oh, blank okay. screen so it, it doesn't take as much feed. Oh, I want I want to see him. You know, I want to see. I know. I know. Well, I'd rather hear from him at least. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Send that message trying to, to hurt me. All right, fine. <laughs> Jim again. All right. Hey, you got me. Jim, oh, there he yeah, there. Jim. Right. I, I, I had switched to the. Uh, I had switched to the phone. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Good job, Dad. You know, not that I'm technology challenged or any of that bullshit. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody was saying that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, I was. Well, you know what? Hey, it's good to see all you guys again. I'm, I'm glad you're alive, everybody. Uh, me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I know you're. I know you're stunned. I'm alive, everybody. You know, so grateful. Tried to kill Merry you several Christmas, times, gentlemen. Yes. You know, <laughs> what the stone? He's right there. He's up there, right Bob, here. Bob, what are you doing? Bob, Come on, Bob, on. Oh, right uh, obviously, stone cleaned up for the fucking show. Okay. <laughs> 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 Good to see you guys. <laughs> Dick. So, uh, anyways, a uh, little concern. Just another, just another year. A little, little, little goofy. A little better than the year before. Kind of miss the old carpet fest thing, you know. Drunk fest in the summer. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> just, just saying. Just throwing some yep, ideas I know. out. You know, maybe we, maybe we can put carpet fest next year into a friggin' bubble. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out then. Oh, I, I got a. Uh, oh, and I got your Christmas card, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Surcharging me mm. 
$200 because I'm your father is not going to fucking work, dude. It's just not going to happen. You know, I, I, I've been trying to drain money out of you for I, my 35 you know, years of life, apparently. Kennedy, but God had a better plan, dude. Just say it. You know? No, right. no, my parents went to Penn State. It was never going to be that way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There you go. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you know, it's always good to... You know, it's always good to, to, to get to see everybody again, you know, um, just one of those crazy nutty years. But I hope to see you guys in the summer, man. I hope so, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really Eric, do. Okay. You were really mad well, at listen, Eric this year about Eric, contraband carpet fest Eric, and stuff like that. Eric, can you do me a favor? Can, sure. Can you, Anything can you, you rock, can you Can you and Stone do me a favor? Yeah. When you cats take my son out to Arizona, yeah. the desert, mm. yeah. leave him there. Uh, <laughs> Eric wasn't with us this time. That was where your fel- plan fell there. apart. That's, that's all I'm yeah. asking. I'm not asking much, man. I'm yeah. not asking much. <laughs> they had it their chance. They could have left me in feverish in Australia. Yeah. We could have. Yeah. Well, yeah, that well, that's where the toilet's flushed backwards, and it took me five days to figure that out online, man. So okay, whatever. I'm so glad you were keeping up on things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. Listen, you guys have a great Christmas. Stone came back. He disappeared. He came back. He, he does that. He does that. that you know? He's quite magical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Well, listen, you guys have a great Christmas, and I look forward to seeing you guys next year. All right. Hang in there, man. All right. All right. All right Bye, man. Ed. I'll see you <laughs> later. See ya. That was a lot more tame than last year. I know. Yeah. He's calmed down in his older years. Don't worry. <laughs> not, it's not Nipper's late enough. Have him call back in a couple hours. I'm sure it'll be different. <laughs> if we had let him get a couple more beers in, he would have definitely uh, jumped all over yeah. it. And Owen's, the Owen's, not, Owen's not even embarrassed. It's not fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it, we've gotten beyond the point where he's like, this is what you've been doing every night. I thought you had a date. You know, it's, it's rambling. It was really good. Now. It was really yeah. good. <laughs> So, <sighs> well, sorry, Nipper... I was trying to get Nipper on here. Um, is he walking all the way over here? Like he could just like, well, I mean, no, what is he doing? I'm trying and <sighs> 10 people at once. We don't have That's 10 okay. people, so I don't understand why he can't join. Yeah. God damn it. Well, I mean, you've kicked several, several people off, right? Unless people are listening, hanging out there. Um, but anyway, um, this is definitely one of those things where we can kind of <laughs> what's his address? We can all door dash him some liquor. Nah, no. <laughs> there was one question I wanted to ask Jim. What was that? I'll answer it for him. Does he believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> yes. Man, he's probably the one in the suit. It's <laughs> probably the one. I, let me mess with I, Owen's head forever. I, I know. I know what his answer is, but I also know what his answer would have been to you. So the answer is no, but his answer to you is of course. Like, I mean, he would figure out whatever answer annoyed me the worst, and that would be what he wanted. So, yeah. <laughs> he wants to know how he did. Well, Dad, you did good. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Tommy wasn't as edgy this year. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I'll ask him right now. Do you believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> yes, we need to know. Uh, come on nipper well nipper's doing whatever so do we have anybody else have grievances or anything like that wait i do have a grievance Uh, to take over for a minute when i got i will i'll run this ship 
I am captain now. So, um, does anybody else have grievance? Matt, do you have a grievance you want to share? Uh, Nick nailed a lot of them, really. Okay. I mean, YouTube, very annoying. I watch it to get angry. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> the unboxing thing, never understood it. Uh, I never, like someone, I think someone before was like, I'm going to do an unboxing video of your stuff. And I was like, please don't. And they were like, oh, <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things. And I said, it's not because I'm, I have anything to be ashamed of. I just think it's so stupid. So they didn't do it for me. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would need time to think. I came into a kind of blank. I I, I want to hear Riley's. Riley always has. A, he's always yeah, really fired up. And, there's uh, always good. something grinding it's, Riley's it's gears. Good, usually. Yeah. <laughs> Riley. You want to go, Riley? Or do you want me to read Joe Rosa's uh, grievance? Let, get Joe's out. I got to yeah, polish Joe. my thoughts a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let that percolate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to chug some more alcohol. So this is from Joe Rosa. (laughs) Um, And uh, well, here's my first grievance. Eric, sorry, this is super last minute. I just realized the show is today. That's my first grievance. (laughs) Put it out a week ago. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. All right. I have a couple of grievances I would like to share. All right. Get Jim on the damn show earlier so I can get the heavy drinking out of the way. Good point. That's number one. Right. Um, uh, but okay. uh, so apparently, just stopping everything. Uh, Dad says he does believe in Bigfoot, and he wanted to invite <laughs> everybody who's on the live stream to Owen's wedding his treat. So <laughs> that's a thing. Okay. And very good. He talks a big game, but I'm gonna send this, take a picture, and send this to the wife. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Ahead. Number two, Riley. Stop stealing all the Nova Guineas, you rotten bald slut. <laughs> Brutal. True. 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 Okay. The truth yeah. cuts. Yeah. I did yeah. I did that right in front of him, actually. You did? Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, like he was to like two feet to the left of me. I was like, these are mine. <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> Literally wrote my name on the tub. She's like, son of a bitch. Very good. (laughs) This next one, number three, goes out to Travis Johnson. How dare you move away? Now I have to find more people to hang out with at reptile shows. Yeah, that's annoying. Travis just moved out to uh, Tennessee, so. That means he's a little bit closer to the Northeast Carpet Fest. I'm going to go ahead and claim him as a Northeast Carpet Fest attendee, and he's ours now. Yes, he's ours. He should. Pick him up free agency. Yep, it happens. Yeah. And this one is for Nick. Uh, Nick Mutton, if you would just use text to talk, the book would be 2,000 pages <laughs> long and already done. <laughs> but, it would, but it would go on. Ah. It would be like a choose your own adventure. That's turn good. to, page, that's turn to page five to figure out what Nick thought about this. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's really good. All right. Now, last one. More Carpet Fest. I need to test out my Wheeler repellent. Uh, and I can't fucking do that without more carpet fest. Love, Joe Rosa. Well done, <laughs> Joe. Good point, good point, Joe. Yeah, yes. it, the Wheeler repellent, that'll be a strong thing to test. Because you either get shithouse and contemplate jumping off roofs or, you know, keep that keep that away. I mean, Wheeler's a spunky guy. I bet you he'd blow right through any kind of repellent. I mean, come on now. Justin wants to, uh, he wants to object to the grievance of Nick doing... St- uh, talk to text uh, because the text has to go through him first. So now nah, we know who right. really wears right. the pants 
in the mutton Jewlander ba- relationship. Basically, <laughs> it would just mean Justin would have to go through all those pages. It would basically be like a phone book every time. So, yeah. All right. I don't know why Mr. Nipper keeps coming up with a 404. There's nothing here. Huh. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we broke Nipper. That's a that's a it's I, a Christmas miracle. I hit the <laughs> so, invite at the bottom. I, I don't I don't know what else I'm doing wrong. Okay. Well, Owen. Well, yes. Are you are you ready for your grievances? I have many and mm. numerous and such. Mm-hmm. So um I I do have a grievance that was texted over to me today that I was supposed to read on air. Um, from everybody's favorite buddy, Francis Pringle. Hey! Um, yeah, he says, uh, could you do me a favor? I wasn't able to get it in, but when you guys are That's doing what she the airing... Said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when you guys are doing the airing of grievances, could you do my one and only? It is, can Condor breeders go back to good old-fashioned local breeding? To which my response was, Condros aren't from the U.S., I don't understand. <laughs> so... um, <laughs> That's that's where we're at. Um, but that was his. Uh, my grievance would definitely be um, along the same lines as Nick of egg cutting and things like that. And also people not really appreciating what they have in their own collections. We always are after the next one as opposed to what's right in front of our freaking faces. Mm-hmm. And I am totally um, guilty of that as well. So I would say maybe more taking a step back and enjoying the animals you got rather than always chasing the ones that you got that you want to get. Um, and I would say that my other grievance would be people who think that FedEx is going to take the box from my house and drive it immediately to their house in a van, as opposed to every other fucking thing that FedEx has to do right now. They're like, are you still shipping? I'm like, no, why not? It doesn't seem that bad. Fuck you. It's like, there's no chance in hell I'm putting an animal in the mail right now. Like, come on. And like, it's been delayed by several hours. Of course it fucking has. You live in the middle of nowhere and you refuse to have it picked up at the hub like I wanted you to. So, yeah, I would say there's that. That would be my biggest grievance is people seem to assume that when they purchase the animal, I walk outside to a FedEx man who has been sitting there waiting for me to leave my house for several months. And I hand it to him along with a piece of paper of their address and they drive over there. That doesn't, does not happen. So, and yeah, the damn goddamn water pythons. (laughs) (laughs) My female's such a bitch. She's never going to breed with anything. She keeps biting everything and I just can't get it. So the damn water pythons. Um, well okay. done. Thank you. <laughs> I only have three because I'm not angry this year. I'm actually pretty happy this year. You have to um, breathe in order to be angry. No, you know? I'm sorry. I have no. four. Four. Oh, see. Four okay. Zero to four. Yeah. <laughs> My first one is if you're not a member of USR, can you make any type of money from reptiles? Shame on you. Mm-hmm. Number one. It's fair. Number one. <sighs> Live feeding videos on YouTube. Can we Thank just Thank you. Really? Oh, people still do that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I see it on Instagram all the time where stop people are like it's just, just a ball python and a in a mouse. Like, there's no point. Why else would I click on something if they're not feeding stuff to snakes? I, like, unless there's violence, I don't <laughs> want to see it. Like, yeah. <laughs> My third. This one will hit home for you, Mister Jimison. 
Can we please send a proper email or message when wanting to purchase a reptile? Not, yo, you got snake. And could you please know what you can afford before reaching out to <laughs> a seller? God damn it, man. Get your finances in check. So you can get shit <laughs> hey, together. Hey, you want to hey. buy a snake? Then have the money for the goddamn snake. Dollar sign, dollar sign emoji of a snake is perfectly acceptable. I promise <laughs> I have made a deal. First of all, I don't like mm. selling reptiles at all, right? No. So that's number one. So yeah. number two is this is the reason why I don't like selling reptiles because I deal enough of these idiots at work all day because they can't get the goddamn bread that they wanted and they want to come in and bitch to me because they don't realize we're in the middle of this goddamn pandemic and they're wondering where their special type of bread is. They don't oh, make it because there's nobody to fucking make it. Damn. <laughs> <sighs> all right. You good? Anyway, I said I yeah. wasn't mad, but this no. makes me mad because yeah. I refuse. I refuse. If you send me a message that says, yo, you got snake, it goes immediately into my delete bin. Immediately. Learn how to speak goddamn English. If you look up to these people so much that you want to buy a reptile from, then take the time to be respectful and ask them a question in the correct way. That's it. Scott, that's that's my favorite. I'll, Scott writes in the like to that. It's uh what is it? Um snake and then it's their zip code. It's like what I don't know. No, no, we're just bold. Like, what do you got for a hundred bucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I, my, my favorite is that people yeah. will contact me assuming that I have the good shit in the back and I don't have it listed. They're like, Do you have white lips? I'm like, no. They're like, You don't have any baby white lips. Bitch, if I had any baby white lips for sale, they would be up for sale on everything. I don't like I'm not sitting there going, I'll hold these until someone asks for them. Then Alex, I'll sell them. Alex, you can't be guilty of this. You're not guilty well, of what I'm talking about. Well, he is, but it's because it was solicited. I gave him permission. So our transaction for his that's rebel was no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. If you know each other, that's a different situation. I'm talking about this person that reaches out to somebody that you never talk to ever in your life and have no idea who they are or what they're about or anything, and they just say, yo, got snake. That's how oh, I actually fuck you. Eric I don't have a snake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks all for right, the I permission, Eric. I'll, I'll make sure to hit you up on that. <laughs> uh, very good. Very good. Winter storms are coming where people will make French toast during a blackout. Get bread. Oh, no, I'm milk, Eggs. Yeah. Because I can't yeah. breathe. <laughs> can't breathe. He can't get too excited, everybody. He doesn't have All the right. lung capacity he used to. You have to limit your gasps at this altitude. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I'm going to ask Nipper if I should read his grievances. Should I read? We know, your... we know we'll be hitting the near end of NPR when Eric is like, hang on, oxygen tank. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, maybe we should just put this show out the pasture. Like it is... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, can you hold an animal for two months? My favorite is, do you accept payment plans? The animal's a hundred bucks. No. Well, what if see, I give you like five dollars for eight months? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, I don't. I don't even. I don't even hate that because they're asking a question. Uh, but I just, you know, the idea that like if you can afford to give me twenty bucks a month and you want a snake for a hundred bucks, okay, it is what it is. Because I was twenty years old one time and had no money or a pot to piss in, so I get it. But maybe, maybe. You should think about purchasing that snake because that snake is going to cost you but money. It's going to cost you more have, than 20 clearly. bucks a month that you don't have. It's, <laughs> yeah. Plus also, uh, like, don't pay me, save the money. And then when you have the money to get the snake, there will always be a snake out there. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling Nipper we are so upset. I am. I know, he's hold, 
I am. I'm going to say. I'm going to say niche wrong eight times now because he said that niche. Uh oh. Yeah. Every One time night. Nipper messages me, he calls me a smut pixie. That's a That's endearing a term. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't call me anything. Don't he you just know? glares. You're my so, smut pixie. Yeah. I, I read it like that. Yeah, as you should. Yeah. Uh, smut okay. Right. Does anybody else have grievances? Ron, Rob? Riley? Riley, you ready? You ready? I, I'm ready. Go for right. it. Rip. Uh-oh. I, I pumped you up, right? I got you. Oh, uh, yeah. The no, you, you, you inspired right. a few more ideas. Good. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. First of all, Papuan pythons, Apodora. They are not olive pythons. Wait, they're not? <laughs> they so are not. I got to huh. change the website. Olive pythons. <laughs> I don't know if I have a pair now. Morph Market allows you to put them up as olive pythons. I'm like, that's, that that doesn't make any so sense. So many people find Morph Market first, and they just sit there and browse around, and they see that, and they get off on the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. If we want details to matter, they have to actually matter. So, you know, stop freaking calling them olive pythons, damn it. Um, the other thing, when we're looking at the binomial nomenclature, for those of you who don't know what those words are in your brain just exploded in a few shortage, those are the Latin names for species like, uh, well, we'll just appeal to whoever doesn't know what I'm talking about. Python regius or regis or whatever you want to call it. That's, that's a ball Python. You capitalize the first one, mm-hmm. the, the names after all lowercase stop like you, capitalizing the first letter. Just Riley, do I, do I have to send you a package soon? Cause I cannot wait to put the scientific name on the little insert thing. I'm going to capitalize <laughs> random ass letters. It's going to be great. And I'll tag you and politely talk about how, how I politely. have friends, you, you must friends get... who, who have lower education than I do. <gasps> wow. <laughs> and then I'll talk about how my olives are better. Mm. Mm, mm. Mm. I'm just kidding. Mm. I love you. Well, like they ran into a refrigerator, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that that bugs me is like I get when people want the protection of doing the goods and services and PayPal payments, mm-hmm. but if we've already struck up a conversation and I've politely said hi, either select uh, friends and family or tack on the three and a half percent that PayPal deducts. Uh, to account for that payment, and then you can still have the peace of mind of whatever transaction security you need. Mm-hmm. I'm just a normal guy. I'm not going to rip you off. I'll send you your money back if something's wrong. Like, but I get it. I get it. It's an online transaction in today's day and age. People are all over credit card fraud and all sorts of stuff. And I want to add on to that. I heard people re- wrote or read all the small print and all that stuff, and that does not matter for animal sales. So it does nothing. <laughs> I used to tell people they can do it just so they feel safe. And then I forget who told me. And then another person told me another person. And I'm actually just going off people. But a lot of people told me I didn't read it myself. They said because it's animals, it means nothing. Like if yeah, you were to I, go to it, PayPal and say this guy didn't ship me a snake, they would they would laugh at you. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> I would not be surprised. It's like how everybody was saying that we're going to collectively get together and write a letter to fedex to tell them to treat our snakes better <laughs> like you idiots yeah. they're just gonna yeah. tell you to fuck off and then we won't be able to ship things across the country right shut just, the fuck up we got it yeah like what frank was talking about in the other episode mm-hmm. don't poke the bear yeah but at the same time 
you know, we can, we can do a little better on our end, but right. yeah, if, if, if I politely ask somebody, please, you know, just do this because you're spending a thousand dollars with me at the end of the day, all those PayPal fees, Mm-hmm. just taking $125 away from me or whatever the hell it ends up being after multiple, multiple mini transactions or, you know, like if you're doing a bunch of little things like that, it's just, come on yeah. now. So let's just be respectful to, you know, some of the small time breeders who are just trying to make, you know, make the rodent build justifiable. You know, that's all it is. Um, I, you know, assume positive intent. I'm not trying to rip you off. That's all um, whatever it is is just to and then we've already touched on this a little bit earlier as it goes to YouTube channels, but I just dude this past year I've unsubscribed more reptile YouTube channels than I have in any other sort of category. It's mm-hmm. all trash, it's all garbage. And the most disappointing thing for me, period, is to see the least educational channels touted as the most widespread informational and people just eat it up like it's Mm -hmm. actual fact and it's literally like as valuable as the stuff you could lick off the bottom of my shoe it's (laughs) terrible it's absolute trash Uh, and there are some good reptile youtube channels out there you know how you find them they're the ones with under a couple thousand subscribers the ones with like a few hundred you know what i mean like there's a lot of sleeper channels out there that are really good and they don't get the time of day because the algorithm doesn't play that and they're not going to subscribe to the the bullshit thumbnails and the clickbait and all this nonsense yeah. just to sell their souls. And those are the people who we need to put up more on a pedestal versus the the free handling fuck boys and all the idiots that just, you know, collab with people they've never met just to get a couple million more views. It's all horseshit. And mm-hmm. you can look at the numbers. The higher the number, the more full of shit they are, basically. So reptile YouTube is garbage. And then the other thing that I, I still I suffer from is just absolute frustration at, at how people that are coming into the hobby still view reptiles as disposable little trinkets. And that's just a, a side effect of me working in the retail end of it all. Mm. But I was going to um, be mine, retail brother. <laughs> yeah, dude, the people that come in and they're just like, oh, you know, I don't care if it dies. I just want to put in this tank and replace the last one that died. I'm like, dude, no. You should, you should, because then you're going to be back here next week. <laughs> get out of my shop, dude. Right. Like, I could just as easily take your money every month for a new baby turtle while you put it in this little stagnant water plastic bowl with the, the palm tree on it and let it die in front of your little kid every month but I don't want to do that because that sucks, dude. And mm-hmm. there are still people out there that operate that way and treat reptiles as disposable things. And it's disgusting. And uh, a lot of them are also some of the bigger names on YouTube. So that's all I have to say about that. And I'm going to wet my whistle and shut my trap. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well done. I don't know. Did we, did we miss Rob's uh, grievances? I didn't go Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, I don't I don't have many uh really anything try to be positive. I guess the only bit is just sort of hoping for the best in terms of being able to get to Australia here at some point because we got a yeah. ton of cool yes. cool places to go and things to see and all that. So that's really that's really it. Other than that, try to be keep uh keep positive and keep going on. Keep on keeping on. I got I got the uh the Christmas card from the family stone. <laughs> it was like we're fine, it's fine, everything is fine. I'm like is it like i don't i don't know <laughs> so it was uh it was fun to get that but 
I am desperate to get back to Australia, but yes, herping yeah. US has been fun. Like I, I know it, it's crummy because you can think about like where we could be, but I've really enjoyed the US trips so far. That's because we go with a hell of a crew, man. I know. You know, man. So right. If you guys yeah, abandon me, I can intent. find my way home. I mean, so. yeah, a hundred percent. And there, there is familiarity there, which. Yeah, it cuts both ways, right? On the mm. one hand, it's uh, there's a slight lessening in the adventure of being in a, a different place in a different space that seems it's ba- it has a ton of similarity, and then there are some fundamental differences that make pretty clear that you're not uh, not in Kansas, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the man, the myth, the legend. He is here. What? Oh, my. What the actual fuck? I was promised he would not be here. I'm sorry, man. He waited until one o'clock in the morning to air his grievances. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad you came because I would have screwed up the first grievance. I'm so tired and grumpy now. Oh, good. Oh, good. Excellent. You brought Nipper pissed off onto this show. Good. Mm. Anyway, how is everybody? We all good? Better now. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you could make it. So am I. Right. Shall we kick off? Kick it. Good. I actually thought it's nearly Christmas, and I think at this time of year, given COVID and everything, we should be positive and not really worry about the negatives. I'm just fucking with you. I've got a massive list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, yeah. So. so, first of all, we'll break it in gently. First mm. of all, mm. Lucas. What's Lucas, up? Lucas, Lucas. Is he little... going one at a time? This is terrifying. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> bad. We're all in no. trouble. My little smart pixie. So... <laughs> Where do you work, Lucas. At the moment, I work. Which, which at shop do you work in? East Bay Vivarium. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> there. What is a vivarium? It doesn't make any sense. It's vivarium. Oh. Vivarium. <laughs> okay. Tests <laughs> me the fuck out every time you say it. So. Uh, I work at the East Bay Vivarium. Well done, you. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> now, while we're on the subject of pronunciation. Oh dear. <laughs> Owen. Hi. Hello. <laughs> what is this? Mm. Boiga. Hundred percent. Boiga. 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 I'll go with. Boiga. I'll go with. Yep. Boiga. Where Boiga the fuck are you? Where right. are you getting okay. that from? What, okay. what is that? Don't what know. That? No. Yeah. I don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> so. Don't even go there. <laughs> now, as we have, do you know what, Riley? Out of all of the hosts, your pronunciation on everything is the best. Hey, I reckon you've Two got points. a little. I reckon you've got a little bit of English in you somewhere. Somewhere uh, okay. along the line. I do a lot, actually. Right. There you go. There Show them you your cup. Show you what? Oh, <laughs> cup. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I'm you, I thought Eric said something else too. Yeah, that was going on there. I was just going to let that I'm ride. loving that. I've, I've got a lot of Viking DNA. I approve. Oh that. yeah, I got a lot of Scandinavian, Welsh, Irish, Scottish, Swedish, English, all that in me. I'm 
kitchen. I'm a, a, a variable <laughs> melting pot of uh, of destruction and and excellent pronunciation. Apparently, you, very much so. So, <laughs> now, there are a lot of hosts here from Carpets of Coffee. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My big gripe with Carpets and Coffee is. Americans don't know shit about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when, when I hear you all talking about coffee, it's kind of like a first-time corn breeder telling somebody how to breed Bolin's pythons or something like that. <laughs> it's no. Have any of you had coffee in Italy? Until you've had coffee in Italy, just don't. There's I an did. ocean between you us, do. and it, you just drive over. Like, come on. I did. It's good. There's a sea between us and Italy as well, mate. No, nah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, you don't even use coffee machines. You use cafetiers, French presses. I don't yeah. use French presses. I don't, I don't. All you're doing is making quick tons of shit coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you need pressure. You need at least seven bars of pressure to make decent coffee. You're not getting the oils out. It's like junior officers. You have to put massive pressure on them to get the best out of them. <laughs> <laughs> invest, invest in a proper coffee machine. Okay? Very good. <laughs> That's your yeah. New Year's resolution. I want to see you all in the background when you're on your shows. I want to see a gleaming Lavazza coffee machine in the background. I will do that. I will do that 100%. It's like anything, though. It's like watches or women or cars. You get what you pay for. Okay? So, I'm going to look one of those up. Lavazza coffee machine. Once you've had proper coffee that's been blasted through under pressure, you will not drink that brown sadness water that you call coffee. Okay? <laughs> Oh. My, my sadness water gets me through the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. When you drink, oh, you've all got coffee mugs that are this big. Coffee is that big. It's a tiny little drink. Nipper, it's the only no, time. No, no, that's the only thing that keeps Eric toys. alive. That's it. I mean, yeah. Like, I, you know, the little are you cup talking about espresso? Yeah, you've got one espresso is enough. You don't need a big mug. Uh, uh, hey, I'm sorry. I got to be the guy. Did you just say espresso? Oh, Expresso. what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you? How, doing how would you say? Oh, <laughs> what, are, what are you doing, Lucas? Where, Lucas, where have you wandered into? Look away from the light. You just <laughs> wander into the cage. Go for it. Okay. Keep walking. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Keep walking. Espresso. I do apologize. Hey. Oh. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, right. Next page. What's next? Yeah. Next page of my. Right. Mr. Burke. Mm. Yes. What did I do? Come on, you bring it. Convinced me to do maternal incubation for the first time. How'd yes. it go? It was great, right? It was stressy as fuck. Thank you. <laughs> <It was>. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to drink more coffee and it'll take the edge. I, <laughs> I don't think I slept for about 50 days. I was checking like every 20 minutes. I couldn't even go for a poo. It was a nightmare. <laughs> um, genuinely. Super, super stressful. Uh, so thanks well, I for apologize. That. You did it. Never need to do it again. At hundred percent. Yeah, thank just, you. No. Why would we trust? Bad. Why would we trust an animal to do it when we've got an incubator that could do it much better? Science. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like music. 
music played by people stop, is stop, never, stop, never stop, as stop, good. Stop, 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 never as good as a computer. No, he's right. Never right, right. cannot talk about music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So he moved along. I see. Moving see, moving on. Next, <laughs> next, on. next item. Photographic competition. Oh. Mm. The calendar? <laughs> the calendars? Yeah. My photo was the absolute shiz and got nowhere. <laughs> what did you submit? I don't even remember. You didn't even fucking look at no, it. No, I saw your name and I burned it. You yeah, in the top three. Fuck this guy. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. And all you do, it's the same every year. It's not a photo competition. It's a snake competition that eric and owen like yeah you can take the best photograph absolutely pin sharp crisp from nose to tail right and it'd just be dog shit as far as you're concerned <laughs> but if it's some morph and it's out of focus and you've got a couple of scales that are in oh that's amazing we'll make it's that easy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no he's right i'm a busy, I'm a busy man i yeah. don't have time to take pictures that aren't going to get the recognition they deserve I love your pictures, Nooper. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, either rename it as Eric and Owen's We Like Snake Pictures competition, <laughs> or, or it was a, a photographic competition. You can't right, do or likes and stuff like that, but that's always do dangerous. Yeah. yeah, You can't do both. No. Um, now, Mr. Burke again. Oh, jeez. Oh, I get two. Dipping right. on Eric. You get two. I'm going to say one word to you, and you're going to know where this is going. Mm -hmm. Geckos. Mm. Mm. I know. I've just come back from Europe, one of the big international shows. I spent a fuck ton of money, and it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. It's always his fault. <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, I've been a dedicated snake keeper for three decades, longer than most of you lot have been alive. And now. I'm moving stuff out of my snake room in favor of racks of exoterras. What the fuck has become of me? <laughs> it, is it our fault you, that you're susceptible to the siren song that is Eric Burke? I mean, come on. You know, you know what he does? He's like, a, crack, he's like a little crack dude. I know. You know, you just, just mind your face. I, I had eight snakes when I met that man. Like, come on. I, I know. I can yeah. believe it. I mean, you get, it's, you know, you get a little message. Oh, mm -hmm. how you doing? Have you seen this? This yeah. is nice. This is nice. Look at this. This is brilliant. <laughs> I wish I could get that. Oh, you could that. get that? You should do that. And then it's like, yeah. fuck. Then yeah. he reels you in. Oh, yeah. we've seen this. Oh, look at the picture I took in Australia. This is, you know, this is a Shafiris. Oh, look, this mm -hmm. is nice. Mm. Oh, have, you read, have, you, have you seen this book? <laughs> yeah. And now I have a building that is now half snakes and half geckos. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessing about substrates. I've actually got fucking sand that I've imported from Australia. <laughs> makes no sense to me. I'm now, I'm now dealing with insects. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Insects are the worst, I can attest. Oh, mate. It's easy being a snake keeper. You feed once every three weeks. You open it, little viv, it's in there. Brilliant. I'm having to check every day. There's poo down the glass. It's just so, yeah. with the Ackies, <laughs> crickets, and they keep getting out. And so there's crickets all over my apartment all the time. No, uh, no uh, I couldn't no. be doing with that. I've, that's why I have everything in a separate building, not indoors. Wow. No. You know. Okay, yeah. dream, dare to dream. So there we are. So that was in my... Uh, Gecko rant over with. What else have we got? 
The other thing is, again, Mr. Burke. Damn, three. Keep going for it. It's the same thing. No. Keep sending me gecko pictures of Australia. And Scott was really bad for this today. Yeah. Scott bombarded me with pictures of velvet geckos all day in situ, <laughs> even some that he'd found on his house. Um, I want to go to Australia for the first time. Yes. Yes. I really am it's actually excited about herping Australia. Very good. Very it's good. Never, never happens. Fuck America. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I, no. Thought, I thought one of mine was going to wow. be the fact that, like, the second I got cell phone signal, I sent him a picture of the clobber eye oh, going, like, mate, what, we're, what we're, corn we're, snake we're, is this? And sent it to him. Like, yeah. We'll get, we'll get into that. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saving my angriest rant. Oh, good. Last. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, now I'm actually thinking of going to Australia for the first time ever which is a mess so you brought it up Mm. let's talk about arizona okay now this one we're going to start off with mr stone (laughs) mr stone mr bobby pebbles sir robert of boulders Ah, okay he planned well curated a fantastic list the logistics Absolutely superb. Only trouble is, I couldn't fucking get into America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, you apart from Riley, you non-Viking DNA people were obviously confused and frightened that I might bring some disease or something like that. Mm. So I've got Rob sending me, oh, we're going to go and see this, this fantastic itinerary. It was a joy. And I couldn't get there. So frustrating. You have got no idea. That is, oh, it was doing my head in. And then, to make matters worse, I'm going to, well, I appreciate English isn't your first language because you're American. So (laughs) I I looked it up in the dictionary for you today. Mm. To taunt somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Taunting. (laughs) <laughs> to cause discomfort and anger by physical or verbal joust. So there we are. So I'm going to let picture the scene. It's 0500 in the morning. Obviously, the likes of Lucas will have never seen that. It's it's about five hey. hours. About five hours. <laughs> five hours before you get up. Um, okay. So, oh, Oh, 0500 in the morning, it's pissing down with rain. I'm freezing cold. We get drizzle in the UK. It's like really cold rain, horrible. And I've just started a shift, so I know I've got 12 hours of shit. And then I get a little ping on my phone, and I'm thinking, oh, it's great. It's going to be a loved one just checking in to make sure I'm all right. <laughs> Or it's going to be somebody sending me an interesting picture of some field herping thing they've seen or something like that. It was. Or or it's going to be, you know, some new bit of information that I can pass some time with. But no, it's a picture of a beautiful rattlesnake with, as you so rightly said, is this a corn snake? Yeah. And, And then it just went downhill from there. So over the next few days... Every time my phone pings, I'm looking at it. You found my absolute number one want species for the US, which is Willardi. 
And then I get a picture that just says, do you know what this is? I'm not sure what it is. We've just found it. <laughs> it got to the stage where I was getting PTSD. Every time my phone rang, I was just like a little ball curled up in the corner. <laughs> more shit. Was... I talk a big game when I know you're across an ocean. So <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that freely. If you had been anywhere close, I would not honest, have said anything. So... To be honest... The taunting was so good, I have to respect you for it. <laughs> it was good. I will just say, though, Rob is planning some uh, trips for 2022, mm-hmm. and I really cannot wait to spend some quality one-to-one time with you in the dark. In the dark, where no one <laughs> it, can hear me. In, <laughs> in, 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 the, in the desert, Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, Nipper, where's Owen? Oh, oh. yeah. Jim's yeah. dream might come true. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Um, and I think, chaps, that's it. That's my list of grievances for, for this year, I think. Everything has been splendid. Very good. All right. Yeah. Lesser this year. It's not as, you know. We're slowly, slowly over the years calming Nipper down. <laughs> calming him down. It is. I've, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely fine now. Beautiful. <laughs> Maybe gecko keeping just chills you out. I think so. <laughs> I can't imagine that. They're they're all over the place and they fall apart if you touch them. I can't imagine That's... that. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. 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 Oh, um Great. so I don't know where you want to go next, but I do have somebody that's sort of sitting. I know Keith put his thumbs up, but I don't know if he was putting his thumbs up because we we're talking about Arizona or he wants <laughs> to come in. Oh, okay. Here he wants to come All in. Right, yeah, good. Keith, hey, Keith. Keith. Hey. Hold on, Keith. What's How you guys doing? The man, the myth, the legend. Can't complain. Uh, you got Nipper over there. He's one of my grievances. <laughs> oh, my. What to do? Oh. Every time I talk to him and my wife talks to him, he calls me a cockwobble. <laughs> Wumble. Cockwumble. Okay. Right. Yeah. The term of endearment. Yeah. It's only out of love. Yeah. Very true. Well, I think I think I should just take a minute to announce what we have planned for 2022 since I have two of the people that are thumbs up for you, Owen. Yeah, do it. Okay. All right. You need my approval to do anything. You understand it? Go. What's that? Okay. Very good. So we're going to be adding a few more podcasts to the network. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first one is going to be involve myself, the gentleman below me, Mr. Nipper Reed. And it's the first time that we're doing a crossover of the THP network with the NPR network. We're going to be having Phil Wolf join us. For a gecko focused podcast. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to do sort of like the herping for them, keeping them, natural history, uh, focusing uh, on it, and sort of not do a uh, uh, interview type of thing, uh, but little excerpts from people talking about various topics. So, oh, Schmidt didn't know we were stealing Phil. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Schmitty. Sorry, Schmitty. <laughs> I thought Phil would have shared that with you. That's okay. um, one of those things where, yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. So there we go. All right. And the second one, which I'm actually pretty excited about this because two of the people that are in here are going to finally do a legitimate 
Boa podcast, and that's going to be Keith McPeak and Rob Stone joined with Mr. Warren Booth. I should say Dr. Warren Booth. Dr. Warren Booth, yeah. Um, That's just going to be fabulous because I don't think that I've ever heard a legit BOA-keeping podcast. And from three guys who've done, like, insane amounts of different BOA species just by the three of them is – it's going to be insane. It's going to be awesome. And do we have a name for it yet, or is it just BOA's, 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 no matter what happens? (laughs) (laughs) Like it's (laughs) – uh, no, not yet. Okay. We're right, working cool. on it. But, so that'll uh, so be that, a good one too. Right. And uh, I think the, the two guys at the bottom will be happy about this one. And I think Keith, you might be the first guest, but April Justine is going to be coming on and she's going to be doing a short tail Python uh, podcast. That's just called strictly shorties. Um, so it's just going to be like a, <clears throat> you know, uh, I guess there's a lot of misconceptions about blood pythons. You guys at the bottom would probably know more than than me about it, but uh, I think her goal is to sort of like get that misinformation out there and talk to some of the legit keepers and people and the history of some of the stuff and whatnot. So that should be pretty cool as well. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. You guys will probably both be on at some point, I imagine. I mean, yeah, I would imagine so. I think he's (laughs) his number one guest. So, yeah, there's that. We'll he save doesn't Matt even for keep later. them anymore. How's he? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what is still, he going on? I, wait, That's I just the, saw a post where he still refers to him all as Curtis. That's how old he is. They're not, oh, my not God. <laughs> He's so uh, out of touch with it now. He left for those tree-dwelling black snakes that he He has. called it a Bronger's My Curtis. I, I, <laughs> he can't even allow that anymore. Right. And then uh, we're going to be uh, – so Clarpet Cliff Notes is coming back. Clarpet. And Clarpet cliff notes. Clarpet. Okay. Clarpet. Yeah, I didn't want to call them crapits, so I went Clarpet. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, they're going to be coming back, and uh, Nick Mutton's going to be helping me with that one. Nice. Ooh, so nice. that should be cool. Yeah. Um, and what else? What else do we got? And uh, so instead of doing the natural history stuff on the NPR thing, uh, we're going to revise Student of the Serpent with me and Rob, and that's going to get going again. Um, you know, so that should be cool just the natural history focus of whatever species it is. Um, and uh, for me and Owen, we're going to be adding a couple of segments uh, into NPR where mm-hmm. we're going to do a legit book review uh, where yes. we're not talking about like our top favorite uh, books or whatever. We're going to sort of be taking a book, reading the book and talking about the book. It's going to be like, <laughs> uh, uh, it's going to be like Oprah's book club. You guys want to have just like an actual radio station? It sounds like you'll just have shows all day, every day. That's what it sounds like. That is the plan. At this point, that there would be a show every day. So for yeah, that's the that is the plan. A show every day, and then uh, you know that's when you get the money. No, it's (laughs) yeah. So we're gonna so we're gonna get that going back again, and then um, I think one that uh, will probably. me, Riley, Lucas, and Owen have talked about this, but um, a legit, like, I, I watch a lot of tech videos and stuff, but this will be a legit, like, uh, review. Um, and I've talked to Nipper about it as well. Um, but uh, a legit review of herping equipment mm. uh, and somehow tie that into a YouTube video. You know, Nick's first rant of the thing was YouTube videos suck. And I think <laughs> that I don't really see uh, any type of legit. Um, 
review of herping equipment and uh, how mm-hmm. you can set dif- different up and how you can use technology to help with your herp rooms and, you know, different lighting and different, you know, all these different things that now as technology advances. Um, so we're going to be adding that at some point and that'll probably be a lot more YouTube type of thing where, mm-hmm. but also in podcasts. So, um, so yeah, that's the, uh, the goal for 2022. So, uh, yeah, sounds if, exciting. Uh, if Ooh. Nipper's involved with the uh, product thing, do we have to use the metric system? <laughs> Obviously. Uh, oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> yes. okay, all right. Okay. It'd, be, it'd be nice if you started driving on the proper side of the road as well. That would kill a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. It would be super exciting for sure. <laughs> for those first couple of days would make my job at uh, insurance very busy, and I would yeah. like to not do that, please. Okay. So. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's a lot of uh, I think that's some cool stuff to add to uh, to the network, and I think that's pretty much probably going to be it. And if you can't find information on the NPR network about reptiles, then I give Are up. You even looking? Yeah, come on now. <laughs> um, so, and Eric, maybe the split out herp history stuff to give people even oh, yeah. more content to think about. I forgot. Yep, I forgot about that. Rob's going to help me with that, and it's probably me, Robin Owen, and I don't. You know, if he's there, if he doesn't want to be there, I'm he right never here. know. Holland's getting married this year, so I'm not trying <laughs> I to. I can be down involved in things. I know you can. I know you can. So we're <laughs> going to split that off of uh, the uh, NPR show and do a more legit herp history uh, that's on its own feed and uh, whatnot. So mm. I don't know. Sounds pretty cool. I think uh, it will be good stuff. Um, but uh, I do have a gentleman that I wanted to add to uh to the list here can because we add more people we can add one more person okay and um so one of the questions that we that we pick every year is um who's your favorite reptile personality of the year mm. and <clears throat> you know keith was one of mine nipper was one of mine justin was one of mine matt was one of mine so it's like you're all here all mm. oh, yeah it's all justin's here in spirit over in the chat but um <clears throat> um I got to say, man, the guy that impressed me the most this year with reptiles is none other than Mike Stefani from Mike's Mike, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? How you doing, gentlemen? And you too, Owen. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I, I love seeing keepers that are super tuned into their animals. Um, he, he doesn't really about what other people doesn't worry about what other people do or what other people are telling him. He looks at his animals to sort of, to sort of figure out what's going on. Um, you know, I know he said on our show that he's like not the most academic guy, hmm. but I don't think that that matters because I think he has knowledge of his animals just from observing his animals that I would say would probably go against academics because sometimes it's all book knowledge rather than actual knowledge of watching the animals. Um, see, you know, see, while, while, while all the academics were studying books, I was daydreaming about animals. So it worked out. <laughs> there you yep. Go. Yep. Um, I think this came from Keith and it was Mike, you're doing great work with the monitors you keep. It's obvious that your animals are so relaxed and at ease that they breed freely for you. Um, there's all types of breeding easy to see if your animals do it because they're happy. So, yeah. um, I don't know where he wrote that. I don't know if he wrote that in one of our chats or messages or whatever, but I, I, 
he put it into perfect words as Keith always does. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you, Keith. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, yeah. bro. But uh, yeah, I don't know, Mike, man, you super impressed me. Kimberly rocks are rock solid. I love those things. It's the greatest thing I ever got. I keep telling everybody I'm going to get everybody onto them too. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, rock yeah. Nipper, make room for Kimberly's. Um, um, so. I'll tell you what, Mike, I have yeah. to keep away from him because whenever I see his stuff, I'm so desperate to get monitors and I'm fighting really hard not to. <laughs> well, hey, you're working your way up there. You got the geckos. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll step it up and you'll get to the real deal. <laughs> the next step up, yeah. It frightens me. And Mike has it the two me. best monitors in the world. If you like small stuff, it's the Kims. If you like the medium <sighs> stuff, it's the Mertens. Everything else sucks. <laughs> oh, come on now. That's rough. Wow. That's rough. <laughs> At least comparatively. They're awesome. Right. But comparatively, yeah. those are the two best, and it's not even close. Well, I'll tell you, you know, with these new sulfurs that I got, so to have to have a, a sulfur water monitor that's going to be a you know seven foot plus animal that looks like a Spencer's monitor, I'll take it, man. These things are cool. My boss wants like your first clutch. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. literally, he's like, those are the best. He won't pay. He won't go for them if they don't look like that A grade quality that you have. Like I told him, bro, Mike's the only one to go to. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, guys. And like with you know, I've been doing monitors for a long, long time, and I've seen plenty of sulfurs. And you know, because they get so big and they're really variable, I was never really into them. But when I seen this group become available. Man, you know, it's from a, a local friend who actually uh, has a wholesale business that he rents space from my wife. And she called me and said, hey, John's got this group of sulfurs. And he's looking to sell. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I thought she was like hinting to me like we should get them. I'm like, oh, yeah, we should get them. She goes, no, I didn't mean that. We can't afford them. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, she busted my bubble, but that you know that's what wives do. So, um, so I was brokering a deal for another guy, and he loved them. And overnight, this guy's he's got money, so he was gonna send me the money in the morning. So overnight, he must have been talking to somebody or, or looking at. He said he was looking at the pictures, and he wanted more photos. So uh, this was you know kind of a big money project. So uh, I told John, I'm like, oh, hey, man, this guy, he uh, he wants more pictures. And I hear him in the background. Ah, oh, what the fuck? And <laughs> so so I hung up the phone with my wife and John. And um, later in the day, the guy called me and he goes, um, uh, or I, after I told my wife and John, this guy wants more pictures, a few hours went by. And I called my wife back and I said, Hey, is John going to take pictures? Cause it'll be a done deal. As soon as this guy sees current pictures and she goes, F that guy. I'm like, what do you mean F that guy? She goes, they're sold. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, man. I got to know where they're going. I wanted to keep track of them. Mm-hmm. She goes, I bought them for you. You're going to breed them. <laughs> oh, I, I love that woman. Your wife is awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, she is amazing. awesome. Yep. That's yeah, yeah. Those those are hands down the best sulfurs I've ever seen. That man, the color, the banding, you. like, dude. Yeah, 
Okay, I swear I'm not one of those guys who like names animals and stuff like that. But this that one female, that really nice, perfectly banded one, it, it looks like a freaking bumblebee. Yeah, that thing's beautiful. Yeah, thank you, guys, have, man. I appreciate we have that. A, we have a massive walk-in enclosure with a hundred-gallon pool that we're just ready for like the next big lizard to to take over. And so my boss wants to save it for some sulfurs. Nice. All right. Well, there, there'll be. I'm thinking late 2022. I'll have some eggs cooking. Hey, no rush, man. You do your thing. You work your magic. We'll be there. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Nice. I did. I forgot to mention too. Uh, Mike's cages, top notch. Yep. Uh, uh, top notch, man. Top. Lights notch. out. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. So. That's that's my reptile personality of the year. I brought them on. I don't know what you guys, uh, what your guys take is reptile personality of the year, but you want me? I got I got to like, say something. I got I don't mean yeah. to interrupt you, but I want to say one thing. I feel yeah. like we're like a dysfunctional Brady Bunch thing here. <laughs> <laughs> but but, I, but I'm just grateful I'm not in the Ellis spot. So yeah. <laughs> we're good, man. We're good. <laughs> very cool um all right uh i don't know go you want to you want to go on with uh your guys uh pick for 2021 yeah the uh we're doing the uh the yeah. monitor, the, the I'm sorry, the reptile person personality. The yeah, um, it would be. I chose myself. I'm a fucking delight. <laughs> so, um, and all of you are all of you are lucky to have me. So that was my answer. So there you go. Okay, uh, very good. But in in more of a truthful answer, I would say my reptile personality is. Uh, I'm gonna do uh, the guy down there at the bottom. I'm gonna pick Mr. Keith McPeak. Because wow. uh, Keith is definitely a, a wealth of knowledge who has definitely been involved in the industry for very long. But he's also a very calming kind of voice where every once in a while when people are just kind of going nuts all around, it, he's like, well, this is what my take is. And he kind of kind of brings it down to a different level of a of a let's try to understand each other and what's going on with it. So uh, and uh, again, just the the being able to reinvent himself from being a blood and short tail guy to having all the animals that he's got now. I'm not sure if I would have the balls to do that, <laughs> like to <laughs> to sell all my carpets and be like, now I'm doing boas. Like I wouldn't know. I don't think I could. So uh, I'll thank I'll, you, Owen. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. So okay, that was mine, Riley. Uh, yeah, pick an intern. I was just tipping my cap. I was oh. agreeing with that one. Oh, Riley, okay. you, you can go whatever rotation. Oh, all right. Uh, for well, I mean, I guess it's easy to for me sitting here. I kind of feel like you know Mike and, and Keith would definitely be be picked um, amongst you guys. I I don't think there's any there's any question uh, about how much respect uh, all these gentlemen have here. But for me this year, um, it was Dan Maleri. Um, I've, you know, I've purchased many snakes from him over the years and I've talked to him on a personal level. And then this year I had the opportunity to help work, uh, his booth with him and his wife when they came back, uh, stateside. And that was just a pretty cool experience. Um, he's a very, very humbling individual, very knowledgeable, very much, uh, an individual that embodies a lot of the, um, kind of like the values and behaviors and the professionalism that I wish to embody. 
that I can't because I'm too young and impulsive and stupid still. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really look up to him and, and how he carries himself, and, and uh, he just sets a really good example for for the hobby and, and everybody to follow. And I feel very fortunate that he's opened his door to me just at least to be open conversationally and then work with him and then you know so it's been uh very educational to say the least and, and i think he sets a a very high bar of professionalism and, and ethical standards so he's he's my 2021 personality of the year for sure cool nice. very cool very nice. cool lucas I, i'd like to go eric if, if oh, I could. go for it yeah, eric. Go, go for, for it. keith you look lucas shut up well obviously you know eric owen rob and matt have become family I me mean, you guys are like brothers you know we talk about everything under the sun besides reptiles mm. and uh you guys are definitely family to me and i have two reptile personalities of the year for me um uh, maybe three. Uh, <laughs> first, first, I'm going to shout out for Rob Stone because the trips he puts together for us are life changing for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's it's he's opened my eyes to a whole different aspect of the hobby that I've literally been doing for I'm 62 and I've been doing this for 55 years, you know, having reptiles and all. And, um, you know, I've went to Texas and stuff as a kid. And half-heartedly looked at stuff, but Rob opened my eyes to a whole different world out there and how to really get into it and experience what the animals are experiencing um, more than just um, <clears throat> seeing the animal, but actually feeling that environment and what they're living in and really looking and and figuring things out. And my second shout-outs go to to Craig Trumbauer and Nipper Reed and. Um, you know, all the help they gave me through what I went through with the um, prostate cancer. Um, it was just inspira inspirational to me that these reptile guys got so personable with me to help me out through that process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very cool. It shows me, you know, the, the, the diehard reptile guys stick together and, and mm -hmm. you know, look out for each other in more ways than just with reptiles, you know? 100%. 100%. Yeah. So I really appreciate um, all you guys, you know. And Mike, yeah. when it comes to monitors, forget it, man. You know, I had a lot of stuff back in the day. I had a lot of the stuff that Mike's working with now, and you know, I had success with a couple of the species that I was working with. And then now I'm seeing Mike knock it out of the park, and I'm like, you know, texting him every once in a while, dude. You got to keep me in mind when you're doing this, and keep me in mind when you're doing that. <laughs> you know? Anytime, yeah. Keith. I'm, li I'm living vicariously through Mike right now for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Very cool. Awesome. Appreciate okay. that, Keith. Yeah, no problem. Lucas. All right, Lucas, you can do stuff now. I may speak. Okay. You may speak. I'm uh, allowing it. Yeah. Well, as long as Owen's allowing it. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely agree with everything that's been said. You know, it, it always is an honor for me to be part of calls like this with amazing keepers and human beings such as all the people here. And I definitely look up to all of you. Um, I will go with Loafman for my personality of the year, which is probably predictable. But, um, you know, I feel like Zach kind of was in the shadows a bit with that for the majority of the last few years. And this year, everybody else finally got to hear 
how brilliant he is and how you know great of a guy he is and what a wealth of knowledge he is as well. So uh, shout out Zach Lofman. So much for all of us to learn from from that guy's brain outside of even being his grad student. He's he's just a great dude. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Rob, you got anybody? I know it's Owen, right? It is. It always is. <laughs> Well, so yes, off the bat, it's everyone on this call uh, for sure. Uh, and I mean that totally genuinely. Um, you're all very special to me. Um, the, I guess my clarification would be, is this supposed to be the you, – you sent a convoluted list here, Eric. Is this the <laughs> – Thank you. Or is this the reptile personality and how are those reptile different? Reptile personality. Yeah. Okay, so those are somehow different? Okay. Um <laughs> Well, viewed through that lens, I will say that uh, Matt Somerville is my mm, personality yeah. of the year. But Very between nice. the Instagram and then uh, the st- the component that he is of the natural herb keeper, um, I think all that stuff is fantastic. The photography is fantastic. All the things that he's seeing are fantastic. And then the captive uh, aspect. And he's, you know come on the Aussie Herp podcast and done a couple awesome episodes that, uh, that would be my choice beyond recognizing that the all of going you are very special. I the hell's going on with Lucas's thing right now? <laughs> like, what is the... That's an Owen squatch. What is happening? <laughs> what? Thank you. All right. Well, that's like my dad. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. That intern is fired. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. No, what I meant, I see what you're saying, Rob, with the highlight of 2021. I'm talking about like somebody, somebody else's that you saw that was a highlight for you, not necessarily your highlight, if that's what you mean. But the personality of the year is just who, who you dug. But um, okay, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to that later. <laughs> as long as we are, I mean, we're already what now we're forty in, but uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but uh, no, I I have thoughts on all these things. Don't worry about that. Okay. Uh, How about episodes. you, Nipper? Do you have a you have a personality of the year? Um, I do. Obviously, and I think everyone's going to say the same thing. Everybody on here has genuinely inspired me over the last year, hundred percent. I know that I can, you know. If I've got a question on anything or if, if there's something I'm trying to find out or I'm interested in. Someone got a motorcycle in their house there? That's, I got a busy street and it's loud. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, Matt's like, yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. Um, but genuinely, I mean, I find everyone here inspirational. So I'm going to choose somebody that's not here already, mm. and that's going to be Phil Wolf. Mm. Um, Phil you know, I, I speak to almost daily and I it's rare to find somebody with such, other than Rob, that's got such a breadth of knowledge about so many different aspects of field herping, reptile keeping, and is so consistently passionate about what they do. Um, so I find that very inspirational. Uh, and without being a horrible, <coughs> horrible, cruelly bumlick, um, I'm going to say Eric because we all talk to Eric, but he consistently, he just doesn't sleep. He consistently (laughs) is always thinking about new things, how to improve things. And I've been in the hobby for a long time. Um, Apart from Keith and possibly Mike, I'm by far the oldest person here. Mm. And I've had decades of keeping snakes and 
I, because of Eric, at the minute, I am more engaged and more inspired with the hobby. Just doing geckos and the Australian stuff, it's really reignited a passion that was kind of not waning, but was a little bit on, on you know, just stale because I've been doing it for so long. So thank you for that. But um, as I say, everybody here, I think, is generally inspirational. Right back at you, big guy. <laughs> yeah, there we are. <laughs> Matt, what about you? You got any personality of the year? Uh, yeah, I mean, just like everyone else said, everybody in the room right now, uh, really appreciate what Keith said and Rob. I look at uh, everybody's very cool and special in the room, but like you, Eric, Owen, Rob, Keith, like family, we speak about a lot. We help each other through things more than just reptiles, and, mm. and I always appreciate that kind of stuff. 100%. So uh, with that being said, I kind of been laying low, not listening to a whole lot this year, but here and there. And I, I always enjoy uh, hearing Ron St. Pierre. Always fun to hear him. That's a yeah, big one. Uh, I, like I said, even some of these people, I'm not even sure if you talk about on the show or not. I'm kind of confused like Rob is, but like uh, Rob Christian. Awesome. Yeah, anybody. yeah, yeah. he's a good guy. Uh, always yep. all over the place. Took a real awesome trip with, uh, to Utah with him along with Keith and some other people. That was really awesome. Yeah. And, uh, Dennis McNamara, uh, he's an, another one I look at like family, always enjoy hearing what he has to say. Um, yeah. The, them three guys. Yeah. Anytime they're on something, I'll go listen to it, you know? Yeah. Along with yeah. a lot of everybody else in this room, of course. <laughs> so I don't I'm, feel like I have to listen to a pod. I, I feel like our, uh, message board the podcast <laughs> every day with us. So yeah. 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 What about you, Mike? Anybody stick out to you? Who's your personality of the year? Uh, it's going to sound kind of weird, of course. Uh, like you guys are all saying, um, you all, for your own different reasons, um, Eric, definitely you're one of my picks uh, because when when you wanted those Kimberly Rocks, you were so passionate about learning and how much you wanted them and you got the zoopoxy which i'm still wondering where your enclosure is <laughs> yeah but you, you, your, your, <laughs> your interest your interest in wanting to get into the kimberly rocks and learn as much as you could you know that, that that's what i love i love talking to people that i could tell you know, if they're, if they're not getting something just because they want it, they get it because they love it. And I know you love all this Australian stuff. Mm. And then, um, Keith, I got to say, you're a huge inspiration for me for all that you've been through and the way you hold yourself. Um, you're always kind and nice. And I could imagine, you know, going through some of that stuff, maybe you'd be a little bitter or whatever, but you're, you're a straight up dude. So, uh, Eric and Keith and the rest of the guys. Yeah. NPR. I love it. Dig it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's funny the other day, Keith sent a picture in our chat of mm. him in the middle of Australia, because I guess like two years ago we were there. We were there. Yeah. Dude, that was a life changing trip <laughs> that I will never, I don't think will Absolutely. ever be topped. I don't mm -hmm. think I'll ever have that trip top. Dude, that was the most amazing <laughs> trip. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? No. Lucas? Lucas? 
Oh, Lucas wine? is leaving. He's I just leaving. wanted to say I, I got to run. I got to go help my mom with something. But very good. All wonderful people. I'm very grateful to be a part of all this, and I hope you love it, Lucas. Great rest of the <laughs> Absolutely. We'll catch you later. All right, man. Be I good, Lucas. I'm also get- going to get out of here, guys. I got to go take care of a couple things. So it's been great chatting with you. Right. I'm happy to finally kind of be back on podcast, I guess, sort of say. Yeah, so man. maybe uh, <laughs> 2022, I'm I'm looking to jump into some. Hopefully, I, I turned down a lot this year because of stuff I had to go through and things that were going on. So hopefully, uh. I'm uh, back to it. So uh, I'm, I'm, Matt, I'm looking we, forward to hang out with you soon, man. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, say, we all get together real soon. Yeah, we yes. got a vacation break right here going. So you know, yeah. And definitely. I got to sync up and get somewhere with you guys, whether it's yeah. Arizona. Hell I, yeah! I, I doubt Australia. I mean, it doesn't look that way. So yeah, I got I got to get on one of your guys' trips, man. I got the time. I just got to get the money and and the time off of work, I guess. But I got Oops. plenty of time otherwise. So I'm thinking. Hey, I'm I got a suggestion. Today. Uh, how about how about Wisconsin in January? That's not a good. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that shit. I don't think that right, would fellas, work. I'll see you all later. Take right, care. Okay, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yep. Man. I'm thinking we just all pick a day and show up at Eric's house. He can't stop all of us. So, yeah, what the hell, and that'll be the hangout yeah, point. Is just the per- yeah. So you want to come see Kimberly Rocks and Owen I Lord do. of the Kimberly? Don't I you? do. I want to <laughs> see my three name six. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> That was the <laughs> highlight of my 2021. Um, Kimberly, cool. Kimberly Rocks was the highlight of my 21, 2021 reptile hobby thing. I mean, I've put off monitors for a long time. I always wanted them. Rob has always told me that those Kims were the monitor to get. You know, um, I talked to him a while and he knew I was a snake guy. And he's like, I don't know, Eric, that might not be the thing for you or whatever because of the bugs and this and that and all this stuff. And I'm so tuned into being a snake guy and not having to take care of animals every day or whatever. You can kind of like it's it's a little bit different. But um, I took the plunge with Ackies and, and they were cool and I really enjoyed them. And then, you know, to, you know, I, that's I stumbled upon Mike. It was so funny, like. Rob wanted Mike to come on the show before I even knew who Mike was. And then I told Rob, I was like, Hey, I found this guy, Mike, that's in the monitors. And he seems like he's, he's like friggin' awesome. He's like, yeah, that's the guy I've been wanting to have on. And I'm like, Oh, it's coming on next week. (laughs) No worries. Um, so, uh, but getting those, Oh dude, I, I, I can remember. I didn't do an unboxing video. Sorry, Nick. Um, but, um, when I opened that, that box and saw those animals, I stare at them for for hours. I'm just here editing podcasts and I just look over and there they are. <laughs> Freaking They're awesome. awesome. Yeah. So that was the highlight for me for 2021. Um I don't know about you, Owen. What was your highlight? What did what was your most uh, uh highlight for me for reptiles? I mean, like yeah. there's the highlight for keeping and then there's the highlight for herping. Um, highlight for herping would be that a first time herper like myself wandering through Arizona found clobber eye and willard eye, you know, in person, stared at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> saw them for so long that you got tired of me taking pictures. Yeah, I walked away. Yeah. I walked, walked away. away. And more. Oh, my days. So, oh. I think no. Nippers is thinking about putting you in a hammer lock, man. Yeah. Um, 
So real quick, the other thing was hatching the Madhogs, but I do have someone here that apparently told me she has a list of grievances. So she oh, wants to take my chair and yes. microphone and do that. So okay. um really just want your microphone all right go ahead honey <laughs> the main grievance is that i was kept from this <laughs> not we all of it not, invited. not all the time <laughs> understand that you were invited owen just didn't give you the invite yeah. <laughs> it's owen's fault most sorry buddy fault. yes <laughs> they're saying they did invite you it's all my fault oh yeah they're they're agreeing with you mm -hmm. totally yeah. I think they would. Yes, yeah. I did too. They would throw me into the bus immediately. I knew every single one of them would. So, That's right. Yep. Don't forget it. As I do deserve. <laughs> All right. See, okay. So the main grievance here, though, mm. is that every week I just get to listen to loud. <laughs> he does have a loud voice. I'm not that loud. <laughs> if he ever, if he ever noticed in the middle of the show, if he gets quiet, it's because I've texted him, why are you yelling? <laughs> oh, and my fiance does the same thing, bro. I don't yeah. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm a very quiet, reserved person. Nah, dude, no, I'm in the same no. boat. I got yelled at. Oh. Well, here, I'll make a deal. Oh. I'm going to come yeah. over to your place. I'm going to soundproof the room oh, okay. so Owen can scream and holler all he wants, and He's you will live in peace and quiet. Right now, I heard him okay. Say okay, good. That would be great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No worries. He's not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I will do it. No worries. No, I got foam out back. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you want from downstairs? No, what, get out. To, get out now. If Owen wants to run into the wall or whatever, you know. She's getting ready to give you snakes to do it. Now get out. Oh, I don't need snakes. I'll do it for love. That's all. Well, he doesn't need any of my. He doesn't need any of my stuff. He has all my stuff. Okay. Yeah. Where's the interns? They're Good go well, no, um, Riley's still here, but yeah. he's... okay, so I'll take donations. Want... What do you want, Riley? Riley doesn't need anything. Riley's nothing that has jag in it. No, nothing. Right, right. Yep. I'll take some Gil and I if you have those. How about that? I just hatched my first clutch. Yeah. There you go, Mike. Oh, yeah. okay, God damn it, Mike. Don't yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to I literally have to like bury my head in the sand. I was over at Alan's place the other day and and uh I walk into his place and and we're there with my friend Kathy getting an Aki and I they're talking and they're not paying attention to me and I'm just kind of like I'm gonna open this cage. Oh, there's a Kimberly rock. I'm gonna just take that and put that in my pocket. <laughs> and I kind of just stood there and she let me do it. And I was like, oh, sweet. I just grabbed a female Kimberly rock and just put it in my pocket. <laughs> just kind of stood there. It's like, Kimberly rocks love pockets. They do. Yeah. Just, this is what I need. need. In the wild. Like, yeah. Shit. Where am I gonna put that at home? And I had to put it back. Oh, and okay. the thing is, the, you, you would almost be able to convince. The person who was that, Alan, you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, it's Alan. You would, you, they're escape artists, so you would almost say, ah, I don't know nothing. Anybody see that little crack there? Could have got out of that. Ah, uh, we, we were busy chasing a loose green tree monitor at the time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he just said Something that in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it because the door got left open? Uh, I just opened it. And that, that, does not, that does not happen here. Ever. What what you need to understand is when I'm around people that I know, at least on a comfortable level, I'm just gonna raid your shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna just open shit. If I get yeah. bit, it's fully my fault, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, hey, what is this? Uh that thing bites. Careful. 
everything likes to bite me. I'm aware of this. What what is it? I'm playing with it. <laughs> you can't really rock in it though, right? Hell no, that thing was awesome. Yeah, I think it's better than my Savannah monitor that I've had for the last eight years. Who knows me? This thing was like, oh, I think you like Australian stuff. We're gonna bond. We're cool. You're yeah, good. We're cool. Do whatever you want. Like yeah. what? This is way cool. Man. Mike, I told Eric that if he wants something different, that he should get some King Orum. That oh, if he wants man. something that fits into a different box. Yeah, I mean, I love my King Orums. Uh, you know, they they're the books and everything say. They max out at nine inches. I have I have a bunch, but my original trio, they are maybe six inches, and mm-hmm. my female she'll drop five, six eggs, and I have no idea where they put these eggs because if you put them end to end, it'd be longer than the lizard. Right. Yeah. And she's in there right now laying a clutch. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I told yeah. you, Eric. That's if if you want to add something else, that's that's the play. Hey That's Mike, long. when when were King Gorham first sort of like legal in the states? Uh, you know, I, I mean, they've been around. I, I mean, Frank had them back in the what? The Europeans had them in the nineties with the logistics right. stuff and all that burned and all that stuff. And Frank had right. them, so they've been around. It's just, you know, it really it, the whole Australia thing. I mean, when I was doing this stuff. Back in the early 90s, I was into really, I was more into like the New Guinea stuff. So green trees, black trees, peach throats, there are, you know, uh, crack monitors, they were all being imported. But nothing, you couldn't get, you know, anything from Australia. There was stuff here. So, yeah, I don't know, you know, obviously, you know, and apparently it's illegal, but somebody's, they're still coming here from somewhere. I mean, Germany. Yeah. Okay. They come through Europe and stuff. Absolutely. But yeah, I couldn't tell you. I'm just curious. Did Australia stuff does have paperwork? The the whole notion, the whole notion. Whether it, if you want to dispute the paperwork, fine. Heck, man, if that's your take, then you should apply for a job at Fish and Wildlife at the Port of Miami. You know, that's how they take their job down there. Is that it's right. their job to judge legal paperwork, but um, you know there is that's a misnomer. You know it's it's a mischaracterization. Certainly there has been problematic stuff, no doubt, and there is stuff that maybe you would question whether that paperwork should have been issued. But I mean, heck, there have been instances where the paperwork's been issued. Zoos have called up on that paperwork and said, "Hey, just wanted to validate your signature on this," and they the officer that signed it said, "100 percent, I signed off on that paperwork." Then how is it your job, you know, yeah. person X to to judge that process? It isn't. Right. That's not how our legal right. system works. I'm always right. curious because the the first time I saw Lucistic King Gorms was probably 2000. Those were in Europe in the 90s. I saw them yeah, 2012. They, they... So like, and the guy who had them hyped them up as like hush hush sort of thing. And I was like. Now they yeah, were in Bernd Eidenmuller's book, you know, from yeah. what, what, tell me Nipper, was that 07, 08, what, that first one, he just put out, a, you know, there's a new one that just, just got published this past year, but no, I mean, those aren't new. No. They're new, to, I just hatched two of them out, so, well, last year, and I've been raising them up, and man, that, they They're are so amazing, cool. beautiful. So, such neat little tiny velociraptors in a small package their heads are blast white and they have 
beautiful orange bodies and blast white tails. They're just, they're, they are freaking amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad that I was blessed with the curse for an obsession with snakes before the obsession of lizards because I'd be ten times more broke than I am now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I like Eric's take. You got you know, you take care of your snakes and I'm not saying nothing, but while you're not, you know, like monitors, you gotta deal with them every fucking day. So with your snakes, the days you don't have to deal with them, then you got monitors to play with. Yeah. The nice thing is I uh, I satisfy that itch five days a week, 40 hours a week at work. Yeah. I have to go play with black dragons, lace yeah, monitors, sail fins, all this other shit. <laughs> what a and, nice job. But then I yeah. come home and I'm like, ah, I, you know, I kind of like just sitting in my room doing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, I miss Aussie frills. I miss having my own colony of monkey tails. Um, I mean, I, I still have a colony of monkey tails at work, but damn it. Those things are so social. They're so the parental attention they, they provide their yeah. offspring is second to none. Um, dwarf monitors are just a whole nother ball game that like, Oh, dude, I could absolutely just go off a cliff. Just light the dynamite behind me. Let me fall, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, yeah. It's, the coolest uh, part about those kings is how they feel, right, Mike? How they feel like oh. you're a mastix. They're so soft on the body. Yeah. Right, and and it's, it's crazy, too, because I don't want to open up a can of whoop-ass here, but as far as, like, um, UVA and UVB and stuff like that goes – um, when you look at these deep desert monitors like this, they it's if you look at them in the right light, their scalage is almost like like and I have no no knowledge of this or any way to back it up, but you know, they're from pretty open areas where they get lots and lots of intense sunlight. Mm-hmm. But the scales, the scales on their back are when you look at them a certain way, you can almost see a prism, a clear diamond shaped or triangular shaped to that scale. And, and, and I'm looking at it and just looking at it, I'm thinking, why, why is this like this? And, that, and that refracts light. Mm-hmm. It refracts refracts light. Away. So while people jump on that UV bandwagon and they're like, Oh, you gotta have it. You gotta have it. I think some of these monitor lizards actually have a way to defer a lot of that UV. Cause Unlike in the wild where they could tuck under a leaf or in a rock crevice or whatever in your enclosure, if you have like a a UV light and it's not a spot, but it's more like a broad spectrum, they don't really have much ways of getting away from it. When they're out, they're exposed to it. Mm -hmm. When they're, when they're hidden, they're not. So Mm -hmm. when they're in the wild and they have no choice, but to be out in the sun like that, I believe over time they've evolved to have, like you said, this reflection, uh, refraction type scalage or whatever it may be, it's like a prism. And I, I do believe, like uh, you said, that it, it refracts the light and it probably takes away some of the UV so it's not as intense. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think there's there's a lot a lot more to be to be learned on that that whole yeah. thread. The uh, the the hobby is is finally asking the right questions about the technology that's available mm-hmm. so this this recent push into uvb and uva emitting leds in a 
a, a wavelength and a spectrum that is safe and usable for reptiles is probably technology that's 20 plus years old. Um, it's just now finally being asked for by consumers like Ryan McVeigh at VivTech and then the, the tidal wave of companies following it afterwards because you, you either you stay relevant or get rolled over. But mm. the science still needs to be figured out and to say that there's a blanket statement that all reptiles need it and it's beneficial across the board is just as ludicrous as saying no reptiles right. need it mm -hmm. and it's across the Absolutely. board that none of them need it. It's the other side of the pendulum, same same side of the mirror, just opposite sides of the coin. What it needs to be taken into consideration is that there's a case-by-case -case basis and we don't have the answers and we still need to do CBC chems and blood work and this and that. And yep. yeah, ball pythons don't seem to improve their blood chemistry <clears throat> from extended exposed UVB, UVA exposure, but it doesn't hurt. And that's a good starting point and it's worth exploring. And, uh, you know, just because they don't use it doesn't mean they don't benefit from it. It's the same thing with putting perching in baby tubs, you know, I mean, yeah, we just don't know. We just right. don't know. And with that said, Riley, I, I also, I'm not a rich man. I don't have a lot of money. Everything I have, I value. And I don't want to try out any kind of new, like, Obviously, the Arcadia and stuff that, mm -hmm. according to their own marketing techniques, mm -hmm. are pretty much it's if you ask me, it's a gimmick. Uh, after six months, you got to move them so much closer. After yeah. eight months, just throw the bulb away and get a new one. Well, that's right. their marketing. But with yeah. this new stuff that there's claims that it, it provides UVA and UVB for, you know, years. I want to know what that's doing to. Uh, hatchlings eyeballs what it's doing to mm -hmm. their uh perianal eye and yep. their skin whatever yep. i don't think there's enough out there on it that i'm we don't know. in my cage we don't know, know. yeah right straight we up know. we don't know yeah um i can tell you that the the products you're that that the consumer is buying off of the shelf from the big name brands mm -hmm. um we we all have the ability to stay up on the opposite um, time schedule as the rest of the world and talk to those distributors and and just ask these questions and um, without like you know going into too much detail that's exactly what my employer has done and we've been able to uh, get mercury vapor bulbs all the insight on the manufacturing and kind of cut a few steps out of the way to find out how much nonsense is in there. And a lot of the changing hands is where the markup and price goes. There's a lot of contracts that prevent these companies from improving their existing products because they have mm -hmm. to literally redo an entire contract just to change an outlet or uh, the tab that your bulb receives in the base of the dome, things like that. So uh, in, in our search to sort of cut out middlemen and figure this out, um, I'm, I'm sad to say that uh, most of what we're fed about, uh, the current most relevant, hot, new, new reptile products is all bullshit. Um, even from the people that say they've diverted from the, the corporate bullshit, um, mm -hmm. they, they are equally as prey to trying to pad their own wallets. Um, so 100%. If, if you and I want to talk off air, and you Absolutely. want to try some LED UVB bulbs straight from the manufacturer that don't have any crazy fucked up markups and all this bullshit, you let me know. I'll send you some. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll talk off 
air. Yeah, because this technology yeah. isn't new. It's been around for 20, 25 years. Um, right. We just, we just have to ask for it. And then we have to vote with our dollar. And then we have to support the small mom and pop shops. And we have to support the, the people challenging convention. Ryan McVeigh spurred a revolution in the reptile lighting. And that's like the biggest thing that's happened in the last like five years as far as reptile products goes. So we should all be grateful to him for sparking a fire because you know what's happening that I don't know if you pay attention to, but Zoomed and, and Exoterra are all scrambling to yep. now put out a UVB LED bulb. Right. Now, do you like I know Ryan? Ryan's close to me here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know his company is in its infancy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure about how much detailed testing he's done like or they've done I, and i'm not saying only him i think he's probably done them. the most uh today. right he's probably okay, well, most up to date with it all right i was talking with um another well-known zoo guy i'm sure you guys all know him and he was telling me about some woman uh francis she's like the 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 uv um wavelength go-to person and I was just wondering if she's ever looked at these new LED bulbs. You know, because she was I, the one that was on that. I think she was on the Animals at Home podcast yes. a while back. Yes. And uh, her talk was was pretty interesting. She's, if, the, she's she if I'm not mistaken, she's the one who did the research that the Arcadia company references on their packaging, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So right. She, well, she's she's legit. Yeah, her opinion would hold hold the most water in my you know in my view. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering if these newer and not so much the LED and the are um, not LED the incandescent and fluorescent, but mm -hmm. these new LED bulbs have been through her scrutiny. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that'd be a great question to ask her. The nice yeah. thing is uh, nowadays we have the ability to literally go direct to manufacture. We have the ability to get sample products in without buying the bulk that, that they really require. And, and we can try these things out and, and we've been running them in the shop and I've been running them on water monitors and all this other stuff. And it's dude, it's amazing, but yeah, we're, we're getting all sidetracked, but anyway, yeah. um, it's it's pretty cool, man. The, the the revolution within in reptile keeping is insane. I think this the latest stats is that one in twenty households in America has a reptile nowadays. So hey, I mean, just picture that. How many how many houses are on a block? 25, 40, depending on the size of your block. That means a couple houses are gonna have reptiles. That that means money's going into the hobby, which means you know yep. yeah. her name so is Francis Baines. Francis yeah, Baines. Baines, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm not I'm not really that like Riley. You sound like you know like I I'm not that I'm not at all well versed in UVA BC none of that. Um, so I, I would feel really stupid talking to her because I wouldn't even know what to ask because and I'm old school. You know I've never used it. I would like to use it if it was proven and and whatnot, but. In the same breath, man, I'd like to build some sunning cages out in my yard for the summer. Oh, yeah. So I'd just do that. If I was hey. gonna, if I was worried about it, that's what I'd do. 
to me, I, I, I consider myself a simpleton as far as my comprehension of the UVB stuff. I'm around what I'm around and I, I sponge up what I can, but otherwise it is still very much over my head. And, and when I go see Alan and he talks about what he's doing, the results speak for themselves and his UVB usage is minimal to none. Um, your yeah. results speak for themselves. I don't think we can say one way or the other as far as the hobby is concerned. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, if it's working, it's working. And until we know otherwise, you know, don't judge. And so I'm right. all for it. Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, like um, I got really intellectual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It won't happen again. So. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I think somebody replaced these beers with Man, water. what the dear God. Man. Yeah. Well, I, I, that, that reminds me back to way back in the day when I was doing naturalistic setups and uh, another guy who's who was a big guy, mm. he was like cracking on me like – Oh, because I would always say, oh, I love building naturalistic enclosures. Of course, I got fake plants and stuff in there, but it is what it is. Um, this guy would say to me, well, you know, your monitor knows that that's a fake plant. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, come on, dude. I know he knows it's a fake plant, and I hope he don't think that light bulb is the sun. So, <laughs> you know, I just don't think – Something like UVA and UVB, anything that's coming off of the sun, and my brain, I can't wrap my brain around that being imitated in a healthy way or mm-hmm. however. I mean, it's I'm dangerous. not saying it. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Very dangerous. Very, yeah, very dangerous. There, there's this little window where, like, this is acceptable. Anything over here is, like, you might as well just not have it. Anything over here is, like, you might as well just give it cancer. Right. Um, so it sounds right. like quality control could be an issue in this area, too. Oh, 100%. I mean, like anything else, we're all subject to human error and, and you know, manufacturing one in a thousand is going to have kind of a misstep or whatever it is. And that's just how it goes until you, you know, swing the pendulum into such a tight little array. It's pretty damn accurate. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't think we'll have a consensus on UVB usage within 20 years, even despite all these changes, I don't think anything will, will be settled. It'll just be, you know, results speak for themselves and just great. Another thing to argue about. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I I know that's the problem. I think Uh, people are going to continue to argue about it. I think that's going to be the contentious topic for the next five years easily. Sounds like a fight club episode. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. That kept I, coming I, up. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think more research would would really spice that episode up real well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't there a, a fight club on UV? A uh, UV? They might have yeah. had them on about the, about that. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I yeah. think it was yeah. Zach and um, Zach and uh, Ryan. And Ryan yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very. Uh, that was a brain tickler for sure. It was such a good one. Um, yeah, definitely. I like everything that was said was so valid and so good, but at the same time, you know, I, I like, I don't know. I, there's, there's several veins, right? There's what I see in person. There's mm-hmm. what I experience from other people who bring it to me in the shop. There's what I see from other people's experiences. Right. So, and then there's, then within that you split hairs of species, right? So there's no cut and dry anything, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's fascinating. We're we still don't know what the hell we're talking about. Mm. Like like I was thinking with 
with these new LED type UVA and UVB lights, if if I incorporated it like near a basking light and only and put it on a timer and only put it on for 15 minutes at a time, that's it for a whole day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too, you know, I wouldn't be too worried about that, but mm-hmm. right. just burning them up for hours on end. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I mean, think about sitting in the sun for hours on end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, so, you know, we always, we always preach, uh, thermal gradients in enclosures for animals. And I think uh, another thing people need to get on on board with is if they plan on using UVB, UVA is a, a gradient for that as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, putting a putting a four foot UVB strip light on a four foot cage means that animal cannot get away from that without literally burying itself or going under a hide. And, and that's kind of a new concept for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> A lot of the the enclosures we're running at the shop, we we have a ceramic off to one side, so it's sort of like no light but plenty of warmth, and then the UVB LEDs off the other side where the ambient's still good, but it is strictly for the light. And mm-hmm. we'll watch these water monitors go back and forth all morning, and it is really cool. And then the bearded dragons will do it too, and it is really neat to see. But some species so, absolutely so, hate it. Yeah. So with with if you're using those small spots. They mm-hmm. at least that they could go in or go out, you know. I think but that's the, important, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I think I, I think as much as we want to say it's beneficial for them, I think it's equally, if not more, beneficial for them to choose whether or not they seek it out or not. I think the fact that they uh in the wild aren't always just full spectrum sunning themselves is is mm-hmm. evidence right. enough the the canopy yeah. of trees the the mangroves the the rain you know whatever it is these animals are not sitting out under full spectrum sun and even if they were every day the output from the sun is different just go out your go out every day every couple hours with a solar solarometer or whatever right and you'll get I think, readings i think hey. riley and and Mike should debate Ryan and Zach right. yeah. on UV oh, light. Yes. No way. Cool. Yeah. That'd, that'd be good. Hey, that'd you know great. what? I could only speak from the animal's point of view. I couldn't speak from what goes on inside the light bulb. That's all right. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I only know what my animals do. And so here's another thing that I wanted to say about that is if if these Okay, these companies, and I'm not naming anyone in particular, but these companies are selling a product, Mm -hmm. okay? I would personally give it more validity if they said, uh, okay, uh, Toke geckos don't really need it, you know, and this one does. But when they push it out there that, oh, you need it, your animals need it, to me, that's just somebody telling me something I don't, you know, they, they're, it's almost like they're forcing it on me, and I'm really a rebel, I guess, and I'm resistant to that. Mike, so, your head is in the right place. Yeah. Your yeah, head is in the right place. I think all of this conversation reminds me, right, of Terry Phillip and the snow and the sort of the, the force of externalities. I know, Keith, you've looked into this quite a bit in terms of bolens, in terms of regulating exposure relative to – you know, limited, essentially trying to evaluate what what's actually present in the wild conditions. And I would mm-hmm. point out the whole conversation reminds me that more than two in more than two of every three Australians get skin cancer. 
in their life, right? right? So what is that telling us relative to the animals and their exposure and their limitations it, and all these? They should have grew right? some of them. There's a they man. should have grew some of them prisms on their skin like the king orums. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know what's interesting. One of the biggest things that I've learned is that. Uh, yeah, I don't like you said, Mike. I don't know the ins and outs of the manufacturing process and how they make the bulbs and this and that. But what I have learned over the last six months is that every single piece of every single piece of equipment is up for debate. The mm. heat tape, the heat pad, the wiring, the connections, the the housing, the the literally everything. It can be modified. You can ask for all the specifics. And, and one of the biggest fears I feel that people perceive from new companies putting out UVB bulbs and things like that is, is this overhyped concern about UVC. Have you heard about, you know, like is when you hear UVC, does it conjure up all these like conversations of careful, don't get these ones, UVC, it's all dangerous. Like you just, you don't know. Um, the, the problem with that is the the diodes that put out UVC, they're like twice as expensive as all the other diodes. So manufacturers not going to give you that for free, right? Why would they? They're going to lose right. their ass. That there goes their whole profit margin. If a bulb costs right. them two dollars or less, and they throw a, a fifty cent diode in there that you don't want, you know that's that is that is medical grade sterilization. I have yep. a card that I carry in my wallet. I can put under every single light bulb and tell you if it puts out UV in general and UVC specifically. And, right. and and the biggest concern with these new this new push and the LED stuff is that it it puts out uh, UVC and that's just garbage. Yeah, I, I get that's that's garbage. But with, here we go back to uh, manufacturer error or whatnot. I mean. You know, Mondays and Fridays, you don't want to buy a car bought, um, you know, built on Monday or Friday, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I'm sure there's not a, a diode factory that doesn't have UVC diodes in them. I mean, oh, if sure. what, it, not only that, I mean, I think about me, I got eight kids. If I worked in a rubber factory, I'd be poking a fucking pin through all of them rubbers I was putting in a box. Just because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, there's just that chance with, to me, it's, it's, it, yeah, I guess it could be anything, too. And like Rob said, man, I hope you guys wear sunscreen when you're out there in Australia, because those were some high numbers, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary stuff, man. Mm -hmm. we, know, we know very little. My question is going to be: We got to get back on track here. Yeah, yeah. off the track. We got questions. We got to. We got to finish this up. Um, yeah, we'll leave that to the Fight Club. I'm telling you, yeah, you two on the yeah. Fight Club, fight it out. Okay. Um, so, what's your biggest takeaway? So, my biggest takeaway from 2021 is to sort of keep my collection in a point where it's more manageable. So I can see the animals because what I've learned about myself is that although I love to be a breeder and I love breeding animals and that's all great and good and I love seeing babies pip out of eggs, what I'm more excited about, and this is probably field harping, putting a little bit of, um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, influence on me is that I just, and Keith too, 
Keith is a big influence on this as well. But the observation of the animals, I think mm. when, again, I go back to that Australia trip in 2019 where, you know, Keith is, Keith is just talking about trying to find out how we're going to find this Owen Pelly Python and we're going to find it, but where would it be? And the conversations that we had just were like some of the greatest conversations I had about reptiles ever mm. in my life. And um, I think that inspired, you know, this, it, it's sort of, not that I, I don't like morphs or anything. I'm not anti-morph and it's not, but that whole idea of trying to chase this thing to make this combo or whatever, um, I think I sort of just got sidetracked with that. Um, and what I love about what happened to me this past year is that it became more in focus to where, to Nipper's point, and Nipper was an influence on this as well, is I would much rather observe the animals because that's what mm -hmm. I sort of have them for. Right. I sort of have them to sort of have this window into wherever they're from. And I can remember the trip that we had to the Northern Territory or the Queensland or West Texas or wherever, you know, the, the, wherever it takes us next. Um, but um, so, so, so not to be worried about having one of each of this or every single of that and sort of, you know, focusing and appreciating what I have. I, 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 I got so caught up in the chase of trying to get the next thing that I didn't take the, the step back to sort of appreciate what I already have. Mm -hmm. Derek, that's, that's my motto anymore. It's see the species through the morph. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know, um, so that's my takeaway from 2021. I don't know. What do you got? Riley, you want to go next or Keith, you want to go next since you were there? What do you, what do you got? Take away from, Hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't really have anything on that, but I have a couple of grievances. If you want to go back to that, go for it. Yeah, oh, this yeah. will be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> All right. One of them is stop buying the freaking animals before you do your research. Thank you. Don't have the animal in your hands and say, "Guys, I just picked up this emerald tree boa. How do I take care of it? I just picked <laughs> up this crocodile monitor." How do I take care of <laughs> that kind of stuff drives me nuts. I don't know why people continue to do that. Half the fun for me is researching mm -hmm. different species and figuring out what will work for me and my conditions and my setups and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? People yeah. seem to want to just buy, 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 and then try to figure it out later. So that's one yep. grievance. Mm -hmm. Another one is top hats. And scarves are not for snakes. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, amen. Thank you. These, these things evolved over eons to not have to wear top hats and scarves. Don't put them on your animals. They don't enjoy yeah. it. They look stupid. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yes. That's another grievance. And if you scroll through TikTok, I'm sorry to admit it, that damn shit's got me addicted. I'll sit there for a freaking <laughs> hour at night scrolling, <laughs> and I send you guys the cool shit. But like, yeah. I am so sick of people showing how they killed a snake and how it made them so tough and strong because they killed a snake. Like, uh, I thought we were way past that. I thought we were way more educated than that. And I yeah. can't believe there's still that many people out there that think it's a cool thing to kill a snake and then show off how you killed the snake. Yeah. <sighs> Drives me yeah. nuts. Those are my three. Okay. I do like your TikTok videos on music that you send me, Keith. I, yeah, I find some good them. ones there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very cool. All right, Riley, what about you? What's your takeaway? Twenty twenty one. My my biggest takeaway is there's there's all sorts of highs and lows, but you just you got to dust yourself off and get right back on that horse and 
if your goal is to to keep these animals and do it well and learn and maybe breed along the side, you gotta you gotta take a few on the chin and be prepared to get I agree right back you, up. Don't mm-hmm. stop, don't quit, keep putting one foot in front of the other, just keep going. Just just yeah. keep taking them on the chin and keep getting back up. And that's right. it. Okay. Owen? Uh, I would say if you're not enjoying your animals, you're doing it wrong. So if <laughs> Yeah, I saw somebody like... post I saw somebody post the other day because they've been mm-hmm. trying to Got some carpet python and it didn't go as planned. And they had a couple, dude. I've been trying to breed Bolins since 2013. Every year, I'm still as excited trying to, you know, get it done. Like mm-hmm. it, it's the animals, you know, like that goal. I don't know for me, just trying to get there is half the fun, all the fun. I, you know, if I never yeah. get there, I'm still going to enjoy that having these Bolins in my collection. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you aren't enjoying your collection, if you're not having fun, you're doing reptiles wrong and you should just bail. Exactly. So, you know, everything else, the breeding, the shows, the all that, that's icing on the cake. So if you can't enjoy your collection, what the hell are you doing here? Like, right. you know, none of us are going to be multimillionaires off this crap. <laughs> like, you know, come on. So enjoy it. Okay. Rob, what's your takeaway? Uh, I have two. The first is just the the reiteration of take trips wherever that is, whether it's to go see see your buddies or go to a carpet fest or go field herping. That that's a really good one. Um, mm. Or going to see your buddies and then all going field herping. You know that that works great too. The <laughs> timbers love us. One stone. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. The PA <laughs> timbers love us. Um, Delaware Copperhead. Sorry, Owen. We'll, no, we'll get there eventually. Um, when you guys go you places, know. you find all the Copperheads without me. Like, if you guys want a Copperhead, I can't be there. That's what happens. Well, so. you know, we've already seen them, so I think they'll still come <laughs> out. It'll, it'll actually work. Um, okay. And the other bit is, you know, I know we a lot of us have this sort of collection or collecting mentality. Um, I think the the thing to do is to make sure that we find time to read books, you know, so that falls into the books, right? We can collect Mm -hmm. these books. I think it's important to make the time to read those books so that we actually have the knowledge and gain that access. Because I know all of us have probably, you know, more books than, you know, we've, we try and, you know, make that a point of emphasis, but just the, the time that it takes to actually do that. If we just read the books that we have, it'd probably take us more time than we have. You know, yeah. so so to just try and do the best we can to actually actually read those books. Yeah, I got several back there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking at the, all those books that I haven't read yet. <laughs> yeah, I just I just got the Stolen World because I haven't I I never had that one. And it's a super fun one. Uh, yeah, and I, uh, well. I want to get into it, but I'm like, ah, oh, God, I got to complete. I got to finish the boa first. So yeah, right. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Any takeaways from 2021 for you? Um. Yeah, I just. Uh, uh, how about a pet peeve? Um, yeah. Okay. My pet peeve is when, again, um, Hey, do you have any monitors for sale? No, my name is Mike's monitors and I sell crickets. Come on. But, um, (laughs) the other thing is when people like you all said, if you think you're going to make money with this, 
I mean, you're lucky to pay your light bills. My light bill is so expensive. And people say, oh, how can you charge that much for a lizard? I'm, I'm, I'm like, if you're asking me how much I can, how I can charge that much for a lizard, apparently you didn't get the setup yet. You didn't buy the lights. You didn't buy the cage. You didn't buy the substrate. And so it, that's people, they want, they see what you got and they want what you got. But I don't know why they just don't see none of the time and the equipment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like, like you said, I mean, food alone, my food bill alone is, is, is huge. Um, but take away from 2021 is man. I'm so glad I met up with you guys because I really like doing these podcasts and talking with like-minded people. Um, Cause I talk to a lot of people that are, you know, they, they need to be led Mm-hmm. Uh, down the right path, but talking with all you guys with so much experience in all kinds of fields and, and animals, that's very refreshing. So, uh, again, NPR. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Okay. So, speaking of NPR, we're going to talk about our top three favorite shows of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to read mine off real quick here. And obviously, number one for me was to be able to talk with Dr. Richard Ross. I mean, yeah. holy hell, man. Yeah. What else can I say? Mic drop. I mean, come on. Um, my number two was Mike Stefani, having him on to, to school us on oh. monitor talk. I thought that Fuck, was the most awesome show. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. And my third one was Zach Loafman with Snake Digestion. Um, I'm a total dork when it comes to this kind of stuff. And when you can actually have somebody that knows this you know, like has read the literature and knows mm-hmm. it, and you know, and to come on and explain to some dummy like myself, um, it's priceless. It's it's just great. So there, there were my three of the year. Owen, oh, we'll go with you next, since you're the co-host. What do you say? Yeah, goddamn right. Um, I would say you took mine with uh, Doctor Ross. Um, so I'm gonna add another one. So because I had. Three, buddy. I know I had a, I had another one just in case I had an extra just in case you took one. Um, we can be the same. I mean. So first one would be um, breeding hounds with uh, Shane because that was like a, was a brand one. new experience. And that was, again, talking about different things that we can do to try to get the snakes to become more comfortable and possibly breed, which is like where I got my whole tunnel thing going. I mean, I kind of already thought a bit a little bit about like with like what Keith had going on with his bull and I. And then also having um, uh, Chain have success with the Helms, I'm like, I got to do it. And then I've gotten my Timors are loving it. I got new cages getting delivered this weekend for my white lips. And I'm going to drill a bunch of holes and uh, uh, bridges in there for them, too. So that nice. one's good. Um, Ron St. Pierre episode was hilariously awesome. And I love all those shows from those old guys who were like, this is how it was when I started. And it's crazy. Um, So that was definitely uh, that one. And then I had the uh, Dr. Loafman one as well. So that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go to the podcast guru down there in the the lower corner below you, Mr. Uh, Bob Rock, the green Grinch there. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. Am I green again? Yeah, yeah. You're, you've been green. Con, you've been on and off green right. all show. Yeah, it's all right, right? Yeah, very we good. Can hear you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so the 
the first one, the most straightforward one that I have, is uh, the singular episode with Josh Hatton and Mark Green. So Josh and Greeny's Wild Aussie Adventures. Right, yeah. I like yes. that. Awesome, yeah, guys. I that was Talk fantastic. about shitty, you, I mean, great YouTube channels. Check them out. Yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah. Sorry. A hundred percent. No, I, I a thousand percent agree. Uh, both the channel and the episode was fantastic. Next, I have some, uh, you know, trying to include as many episodes as possible because there's so much great content here. Uh, I I had a combination of episodes that I called the Mikes. So Mike Stefani and Mike Pingleton. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then the the entire Herp history sequence of Ron St. Pierre, Dick Ross, Pete Coon, and Keith. Number All one. Right. Yep. Well, yet. Okay. I like it. Awesome. All good good picks. Um I forgot. Yeah, I think Keith was our first the first one, right? He was the yeah, first the first purpose. Yeah. That was the warm up. <laughs> you gotta start, gotta start with the sauce. <laughs> he was the fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot or whatever, but I don't know if there was an episode that stood out to you that you loved or whatever. But you know, if not, we can move along or yep. whatever. For, Minus yeah. points, Riley. You yeah, sure have tons. Yeah, for me, uh, uh, Richard Ross, of course. You know, I mean. You know, I'll randomly get texts from him and it blows me away because, you know, reading his book and when all that back in the day, there was never a time I thought, you know, we would know him yeah. the way we know him, you know. So that's pretty cool. But Richard's was awesome. Yeah. Mike's was very awesome. I really like that. Um, and I, I I didn't think I was going to like it at first. I was talking to Rob and you guys this, today, mm-hmm. but I really like that show today with Frank. I listened yeah. to that uh, last episode that Robin uh, Owen did with Frank, and that was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then an honorable mention, I don't know if it was on NPR or what other thing, but uh, that Mark O'Shea interview. Yeah. I was a field herping one, but yeah. Field herping yeah. one. I, yeah, that, that one just sticks out to me, too. I know it's not, you know, but that, that was a really right. good show. Yeah, that's a whole different category, Keith, is yeah, I know. Other, other podcasts. Other podcasts. No, I, I 100% agree. Yeah, that was good. What about you, Mike? Audatria? Uh, Is that your? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Audatria, and I like the Herb history too. I I love listening to Ron. Uh, I mean, he goes so far back, and and you know, he's kind of like a peer with me. You know, we're kind of in the same age group, and yeah, I just find that 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 whole. You know, I never would have thought of myself as like being a pioneer in any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's like when, when we were talking, Eric, on the podcast that me and you did when we, you know, and Owen, when we did mine. And mm-hmm. I mean, the way you guys were talking about me, and I've said this on that podcast, I never, I never looked at myself like that. I'm just a freaking knucklehead from, uh, you know, Franklin Park, Illinois, and, 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 you know, all these years later, putting in time and work, uh, I guess, you know, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's just what I do, but I guess it's a big deal. And I, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. But the Herb history is what I I loved. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I never get over the, when people are like, well, they look at me and they're like, Owen knows what he's talking about. I'm like, no, I no. fucking don't. <laughs> like, it is, uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> what the hell are right. you doing? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I still feel that way. I yeah. just, 
kind of my animals, they're the pros, man. I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a janitor and a food monkey and they just do what they do, man. Yep. I like that one. Yeah. I, I stole that saying. I like yep. it a lot. Yeah. What about you, Riley? <laughs> my, my top three. I'm, it was, to be honest, to, to ask somebody to whittle it down to three is mm-hmm. kind of shitty. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but, but it's fair. Oh, I understand. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we can't be here all night. Um, right. but, uh, not, not to, uh, not to beat, beat a dead horse, but, uh, the standout episode for me all year was with Mike, um, hands down. Wow. Uh, Mike, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to, uh, to put you on the spot any more than you already have, but dude, your, your, your approach to reptile keeping is so refreshing and so enlightening now who's fluffing and and eyes open and just very much like eyes on the prize the rest is nonsense like there's there's no disguising the genuine nature in it and to me hearing that in in the in the interview format and everything just kind of solidified it it was like i already know this guy is like top notch he knows his shit but like hearing it in interview format i was like well, hell, all right. I got another another person to look up to because this is that was legit, man. You well, I, I'm honored. I appreciate that. I'm humbled by it because you guys, to me, are all great. I really appreciate that. Oh, you you deserve you deserve more than the accolades you receive. I'm sure. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. You you you've inspired a lot of people. I've I've since been getting into some of the the foam cutting and, and enclosure rebuilding and stuff like that. And I'm like every time, I'm like oh shit. I always think about some of your work and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and then the next two, not for, not for any, any lesser qualities or qualifications, but the, the interview with Ron St. Pierre was, uh, an absolute gem of an episode just to sit there and go back and listen to it a couple times over and just digest. Everything was invaluable. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end of the spectrum, uh, I I was really really impressed with uh, Summer's interview that she did. Summer yeah. Grace Mitchell is uh, she transcends a lot of um, a lot of different circles in the reptile hobby these days, and and I think she does it with with style, grace, professionalism, and she is another role model to be looked up to not just by young women trying to get into the hobby but by anybody in general who wants to take the reins on their life and their future and make it what it is and i think she does that with spades so um i i try to give her you know the tip of my cap when i can but obviously she she's uh very humble and, and professional she knows her stuff so yeah cool very cool I'm going to, uh, I guess maybe, you know, we have two more categories, or actually we have three more categories to hit on and then uh, we'll be done. But um, mm-hmm. the the next one would be your favorite podcast from somebody else besides NPR. Um, Are there other got- networks? What? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. oh, and we can't just, you know, pick ourselves. The hell for- I can't. We can't vote for ourselves for president, sort of thing. So, the yeah. hell, I can't. So, I'm yeah. just going to say this in general. Um, I, I, probably the other podcast that I listen to consistently. Um, so, so I, I have three that I'm going to say. So, outside mm. of anything that we do, 
Um, I really enjoy snakes and stogies because I really enjoy listening mm-hmm. to Phil um, mm-hmm. to sort of what, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what Nipper was talking about earlier. Phil's just a great guy. We herped with him in Texas. Um, he's very knowledgeable, knows a lot about a lot, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. just a lot about a lot. Um, super nice guy, always super, you know, pleasant, uh, you know, never. And and the banter that he has between him and Justin, um, I think I get when people say that they like when me and Owen talk. And I think like, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> why? I don't understand it. But then I listen to like him and Phil talk and I understand like you're sort of, it's sort of like you're hanging out with your buddies, having a conversation about reptiles and you're sort of talking to the, you know, you know, if you're cleaning snakes or whatever, driving mm-hmm. to work and I'm listening to the podcast, I just sort of, uh, uh, you know, I'll, t- I'll feel like I'm talking with them like, oh, yeah, that's, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know if you guys do that when you're listening to podcasts, but I do quite a bit. Um, the next one would be talking with Mark O'Shea on the Rough Scale Expedition. I mean, yeah, that's I am just humbled to be able to even talk to him and the fact that that happened and then he's messaged to your point, Keith, like when Mark O'Shea is messaging you, you're sort of like, what the hell happened in my life to get me here? Yeah. I'm just a dummy <laughs> that started a podcast 10 years ago and here we are. Um, but you know, to hear the story from the mouth himself, right. Uh, to me is just, that's just a, a piece of history that will forever be there. So, uh, long when I'm long gone, hopefully people will be able to listen back to that and, and hear mm-hmm. what that expedition took in order to get those snakes in our snake rooms, if yeah. you will, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think that was it. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I know Rob, <laughs> Rob's probably going to, well, never mind. I'm not going to say Rob's going to do anything, but I quite enjoyed the, because I'm a carpet python geek and the reptile fight club that they did on carpet python taxonomy. Although I'm not a really a taxonomy type person, Mm. I don't really care that much about taxonomy per se. Um, but I just enjoy listening to other people talk about carpet pythons. I will say today, I listened to Darren Whitaker t- on the Australian herp to herp podcast. And I quite enjoyed that as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I think it's just, if you're talking carpet pythons, you got me. So, all right, that's my three. Riley, you're next. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> so which one are we on favorite? Uh... This is just a podcast other than NPR. Um, my, so th- I, when I do have time to like sit and like plug in headphones or just put on speaker and, and actually hear it, if, if I haven't caught up on anything in our network or THP, um, the other talk I re- or the other show I really like is uh snake talk. Um, okay. it's, uh, hosted by the director of the Orient society. And on August 27th, they had Carl Caulfield on. And uh, wow. the episode was Carl Caulfield snake hunting well, in the Caulfield they, letters with Gary Williamson. Right. They had Gary on holy, to talk about his relationship with Carl. <laughs> Carl's been dead. Yeah. For- <laughs> holy shit. You, you want to, you want to put herp history in, in the form of a pie, take mm. a slice of it and then eat it and ingest it. It's that episode. It was yeah. unreal. I sat here 
and and like normally in my cleaning routine, I'll just throw something on, and it's it, it's not necessarily white noise because I am yeah, digesting yeah. it, listening to it. But I was going through, and I just stopped, and I just sat down, and I was like, hmm. "This is stupid. I have to, I have to not do anything and listen to this right now." It was just nuts. It was it was a really good episode. I mean, they've they've had some fantastic episodes, and the way they do that is very professional and well formatted. And they've had Jeff Corwin on, and a lot of other great episodes since then. But that one was a standout for sure. Very cool. Owen, what say you? Oh, well, I would... Hold on. Before oh. you go, Riley, okay. that is a great, the, the Gary Williamson book, that is a fantastic book, too. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you about the episode, the book, all that stuff. I just wanted to highlight that it, that it yeah. wasn't with Carl. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be Everyone something. needs to go listen to that episode, for sure. Okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, I would say that I just recently started listening to... Um, Rob's last turn on uh, the Herp Network uh, podcast. So um, that's the one I'm currently listening to, and I'm enjoying it thoroughly because there's a lot of um, talk with uh, rhinos <laughs> so, and other things like that. So um, okay. that's the current one. I, I don't – like I've told you, I, I I end up listening to books and stuff more than I do uh, reptile podcasts, but I will check out one that – any one of my compatriots are on. So like I heard we, we listened to Eric's um, in Arizona when he was on, uh, was Nixon that Stogies. Nixon Stogies? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yep. That's okay. You do you boo, whatever Thank you, you. want you right. to do her podcast. <laughs> you do you boo, whatever. Hey, 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 I don't need to listen to a her podcast. I'm That's on fine. One. You're on, I'm one. on yeah. several. Yeah. Like what I'm saying. You do yeah. you boo, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Bob Rock. Okay. So, uh, obviously, you know, goes without saying that all the THP content I really enjoy, you know, Mm. I'm with you. Snakes and Stogie stuff is fantastic. Just the relation, you know, we met Jake at your house, you know, or I met Jake at your house. And then the, uh, the relationship just with Phil and Justin from going herping with them. I know, you know, this probably won't make the cut in terms of the questions or whatever, but personal highlights for me were both the U S trips that we did, you know, in terms of the, the Texas stuff and, um, the, uh, Arizona trip as well. So, and they both had their awesome parts, both in terms mm-hmm. of animals and the experience of doing, doing it and the different groups of folks that were on there. But, um, yeah, so Justin and Phil, and Jake as well are all, you know, super important to me. So I, I would highlight that, but that wasn't what I highlighted here just because there's so much great content. I stuck to NPR network shows that are not NPR. So for the Aussie Herp, I thought the, uh, let's see, there were a whole handful, but it was the Matt Summer, both Matt Somervilles, but uh, particularly that first one in terms of being really field herb focused and they'd just mm-hmm. gone to FNQ and, seen green pythons and all that stuff that fantastic video they did um the ross mcgibbon show was fantastic jake many was fantastic luke was fantastic and the one that i mean those that's just you know uh, pump it into my straight into my vein right sort of aussie field herb talk but the the one that was most interesting because it was something that has you know an npr show and and also uh a condor cast show but this was somehow this was different was Dan Natouche when he was talking to the Aussies, there was just a different vibe, man. And I, you know, Mm -hmm. that show came off in a way that that we couldn't pull off here on NPR. 
and that the Condor cast couldn't quite pull off in terms of he he was his you know he's always dan is always awesome but he was his best self in that show with them you know i mm-hmm. think in the context of them internally incubating condros at the time and all this stuff but that that was that was really a special show that was a good one yeah i agree um okay. for the fight club and so i didn't i didn't highlight carpets and coffee and those sorts of non um yeah, yeah. non uh, guest based shows but fight club mm-hmm. i really like the frank payne one uh, I thought that was fantastic. Frank has a ton of experience, super interesting dude. Um, yeah, I really like that a lot. Field herping, Marco Shea, no doubt. Um, and Colubrid and Colubroid, Rob Shea was on there talking about uh, natricine snakes. So principally garter snakes, but also water snakes and a whole host of other things that he's working mm. with. But if you haven't listened, that's that's a show that I would listen to because I think that that's definitely something where uh, we underrate those species because of sort of our perception of their commonality or how much mm-hmm. exposure we have to them. But they're really cool and interesting snakes. Cool. All yeah. right. What about you guys? Any podcasts that you're listening to, Mike? That uh... Yeah, he, he's um, he, he's a personal friend. He's local. And his show is just coming up. But it's called uh, Lizard Brain Radio. Nice. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Bradley, I, I just, I love his style of interviewing, um, and of course, I'm a lizard guy, so I get to listen about lizards. But uh, you know, just recently, I've kind of, I've, uh, well, I've uh, regressed f- from my monitor point of view. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting back into uh, dry Marcon. And nice. in getting back Woo! into the dry, yeah, I love them. Yeah, I, but like Rob had said, I I love. I'm I'm a big fan of garter snakes. Uh, I'm a big fan of like coach whips and racers and dry marcon. So I'm kind of you know, like falling back into that area of snakes. Of course, I can't have too much of it because I mean, dry marcons are like monitors minus the heat you know yeah. uh, if you keep them right you could feed them multiple times a week if you know mm-hmm. if you know They're what you're doing other monitors without legs dude mm-hmm. th- there you go and, and man in regressing i threw up the quote signs i'm going on morph market and i'm i'm looking at you know the, the um other colubrids mm. and man i seen some guy had a, a pair of speckled racers so nice. now I'm going, I'm going mad doing speckle racer research. And so, yeah, I, I like, I like the lizard brain podcast, number one, but number two, now that I'm getting back into colubrids, uh, you know, I got to start hitting up some of these things that you said, Rob, the, uh, the, the, um, the garter snake guy and whatnot. Cause I, I just love those animals. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And Bill's thing is fantastic. I didn't mean to. I should have included. You know, I was envisioning it, that as part of the THP bit. It's fantastic. Mm. Right. Yeah. And he just recently made that jump. Yeah. Or, or yeah, yeah, to join up with them. Yeah. Right. And he just had on um, Joe Hup, and that episode was fantastic. Oh man, yes. What a wealth of knowledge there, man. Yeah. Mike, I uh, I have my pair of blacktails. Uh, together right now up here for they've been there since 10 a.m and 
so all show i've been like looking up and like using my phone <laughs> as a mirror and like checking yeah. out how to hear noise and shit going on in there dude this is the longest i've left them together since they tried to eat each other last uh, year and i'm just like right I love have you been getting any getting any locks riley uh, I'm getting all sorts of swelling and a progression of interest or lack of disinterest from the female. And, and I see this progression and the males kind of just, I'm, I'm hitting 66 degrees in here at night and 70 during the day. So the males like, a an ice cube slowly melting. So, yeah. you know, he's, he's doing his thing. He's being respectful, but we're, we're a few days later from last year, last year, I already had a confirmed lock at this point. So um that's why i'm being a little more persistent but at the same time i just dude i'm so gun shy right now weather's a little weird this year yeah we've been getting some good rain finally right now which has been nice but uh, dude after having to rip her head out of his head i was like oh man Riley's, riley's like that and i'm like my unicolors have been together for about a week now and I'm like, yeah, you guys are. This fine. is the first time I've left them together and like left the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they've been. I chucked them together, and then they just have been together. So their intros have been five to ten minutes, and then I'm like, all right, you're done. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm so gun shy, dude. It's. It's not healthy for me. It. It's. Mm. It's stressful, dude. You like, should get rid of them. Send them here. I. Yeah. I, I like Mike. Right. I like Mike how you're getting into snakes. See, we're balancing each other out. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? yeah, I got you. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Now that I think about it, Eric, you're you're the guy who made me regress. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, Mike, what you don't know about Eric is he's he's one of those sleeper broker slash like tick infestations, and I. And, yeah. and I, I've developed my skill of this intentionally. Eric just has a natural gift for it. He's one of those natural <laughs> guys that just exudes enthusiasm. I've, I've found a way to like willingly get people to give me their wallets and buy shit for them. Um, the problem is, and unfortunately, Nipper left, but I wanted to, I wanted to also uh, chime in as well as what Nipper was saying is, is the, uh, the, the rubbing off of the Australian gecko stuff, man. It's bad. Yeah. Um, I just plant do- little seeds. You know what I mean? I've been I'm like doing like I've been doing seeds. like gecko builds at the shop and like building foam and like doing all sorts of cool textured rock work and fun stuff. And and uh, my friend locally is getting into all sorts of cool Aussie geckos and diamonds and this and that. And and I've always held uh, Strophorus tinicata as like the holy grail of the strophorus and they're like 400 bucks and i know where to go get them I'm like oh, this is a problem I, you gotta control yourself say, well so the beautiful thing is i have a wedding coming up so i have a hundred percent control and no control at the same time in that there you go all my money needs mm-hmm. to go that way otherwise i will be on the street so right. well my condolences to you <laughs> you too, Owen. Thank you. <laughs> hey, misery loves uh, company, bro. That is true. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I can't you, crack on my wife too bad. I, I can't either. I, I can't. Yeah. Either. She yeah. puts up with my bullshit. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my bedroom is right above my head, and I know oh, she's so listening yeah. to me. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, the bottom line is all of our better halves all put up with this. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 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 So they are better halves for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Yep. What about you, Keith? 
Any other podcasts you listen to that? Uh... I really don't have too much time except for NPR. Like when I get a chance, that's what I listen to. But like I said before, Mark O'Shea's episode, that was, you know, really, really good for me. And yep. uh, the other one that comes to mind is uh, I love um, Justin and Scott going at it on the fight club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I also yeah. wanted to show Rob. I've been leaning on this all night. Oh, his pillowcase. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Tiffany made that. Yeah, it's awesome. That's like my favorite thing. Like I, I, you know, doing oh, yeah. mine, the mine is, things to match, and I'm like, no, I'm sleeping on the Aussie pillow tonight. Mine, yeah. is, hung, <laughs> mine is hung up next to the rough scale pythons in a it's place like some, of honor. Some <laughs> cool <laughs> Aboriginal art there. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah. All right, the last the last thing we we're going to hit on is a favorite reptile book of 2021. Even though my book was not released in 2021, The Keeping and Breeding of Australian Lizards is the one for me. I mean, that to me was just oh, well, kind of like that, but Similar. the big thick book, you know. Um once you start going down that rabbit hole and you got the geckos in there and you got the skinks in there and of course you got the favorite of the bunches uh the monitors um you know, it's got so much information in there and data and uh, it's just a great, it's just a great book. I love the uh, keeping and breeding Australian pythons. And this is just the lizard version of that. So cool. That was my favorite. Yep. What about you, Riley? For me, it's, it's this guy. Lizards of Australia. Yeah. Sky Scott and Ty. Gotta, gotta, cool. gotta give them some love. Uh, this yeah. is the second book of theirs I have. I need, I need the other two. I should have been wiser mm-hmm. and, and just done the whole set in one shipment and saved myself the uh, the shipping grief. But you know what? Credits do where credits do. They they do some good work. So hats yeah, off to they're them. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. Owen? Mine was definitely not written this year, but this is um, finally a gift. A gift, nice. a gift well from done. My, my, my good friend Brian Waterloo, who heard me bitching on the podcast about how I didn't have this. And he's like, I have it. It's collecting dust in my basement. Do you want it? And I'm like, how much? He goes, I answer the question, do you want it? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm sending it to you. So I got So that's all I got to do, Owen? Finally. Now that you're done bitching about it, can I start bitching about that, it? Yeah, apparently it. that works. So all right. I have been dying for this book, and I have already read it cover to cover several times. And it's great. even though it's an older book, it just the wealth of information of this is this is where all this shit starts so i did things and i was taught things based on this book of how to take care of carpet pythons i didn't know it was based on this book but right. yeah so it's it's great and i i'm i'm gonna get buried with this thing i mean come on now it's great so yeah Love it. I spent three hundred dollars for mine, and you got it. Yeah. Well, well right. <laughs> we had to get a ten-year podcast for mine. Right. So very you know. cool. Uh, all right, Love Bob it. Rock. What do you got? I have the uh, home invasion defense mechanism, snakes of Arizona. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> you know. Throw that and kill somebody, <laughs> right? You know, about 825 pages or so. Um, it would definitely do some damage if you got hit with that. Um, it's an awesome book relative to the, the trips and mm-hmm. even just in and of itself. There's a ton of 
you know, we always, I don't know, the, the field herping stuff is always very interesting because people become, and understandably so, right? I, I know Justin on the Fight Club has talked about this, that birders, right, they're far less defensive about their spots because the birds fly away. People don't catch them <laughs> to look at them, right? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. I suppose there are probably exceptions to everything, but but generally speaking, that's the case. Um, so it's always interesting then when we have the more formal something is for the most part, there are some new species exceptions and things like that in terms of papers, but you're looking at something like this snakes of Arizona book. And there's even for each species, a sort of narrative discussion on quote, questionable localities, right? Getting mm. the, into that level of granularity where there's things that are historically presented as being true, but really probably don't make a ton of sense, particularly relative to the modern context. Um, it's just a, a ton of information. And I do think it's incredibly valuable in terms of discussion of, uh, again, it's, half the fun of field herping is to try and find to understand the animal, to figure out where you should go and where you should be looking Keith mm -hmm. with Owen Pelly pythons, right? That you want to be looking at it in terms of, okay, what's the, the context of present. We know where we know we're in, you know, the spot where 35 to 40% of the recorded sightings have been, but what are we doing in that context? Where do we, where's our, what's our search image and where is it that we need to be looking to find that? And we've gotten mm -hmm. that feedback from other people and whatever, but coming to understand it ourselves, I think is so much more meaningful. Um, and a lot of formal literature does that in a way that people are afraid to online, you know, on social media. And I both understand that. And then sometimes that can be a little silly where it's like people won't even say what's where they were going or what species they were looking for. Cause that would quote, give away the species. And it's, that's comical because there's mm -hmm. doubtless published literature that gives away so much more than, than anything you could say in 30 seconds. That's ego. <clears throat> yep. It is. Okay. Mike, any books, dry Marcon book did you get this year or? You no, know, no I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not much of a, of a book reader. I mean, I, all the books that I've, that I've read on monitors, I'm there are the old Daniel Bennett's and, uh, Matt Vincent, Steve Wilson's. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big reader, uh, of books and I go to sleep at like seven o'clock at night. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I'm not much of a reader, but I have been talking to Bob Ashley thinking about putting a book together myself. That'd be cool. You yeah. that would be cool. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you have everyone's Complete support here. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely need some guidance though, because like you had said before, I'm not much of an academic kind of guy. It's all like, yeah, I don't know, experience put, put, or put your thoughts on paper, bro. Go zero draft, verbally vomit some shit on paper. Just start it. Yeah, exactly. Put it in front of you the know, other. But the thing is, see, like that I think about with a book, it would be just and I don't you know, I don't even know what kind of a genre this would be other than reptiles. But like I, I document all my data, breeding and everything and my egg count and hatch rate and all that stuff. But as far as like my husbandry practices, that's just based on my, you know, what I do. So right, perfect. I I definitely need some guidance with it, and hopefully I can get, I can get it done. You know, 
<laughs> you got people that want to prepay for it. Yeah. Book in yeah. The we, we got you. Okay. We got well, you, that, Mike. I'm we sure the you. book is like the monitor business. I'm not going to make a fortune with it. <laughs> Dude, no. You can hire <laughs> these surprises. Yeah. But you know what? If it, 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 it could help somebody, you know, get into this or do better with it, then that's what it's all about, really. Yeah. Heck yeah, it yeah. Is. Well, then I think that we need to make that happen. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to sure try. Ego Publishers doesn't have a monitor book on their their roster. I don't yeah. think so. Especially I... not something written by Mike Stefani. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I've just actually talked to Bob a little bit today, but um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully I can do it, you know. Okay. Hey, you need an editor. Like you let me like, know. I don't, okay. read I don't read books. I write them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> like I'm saying, you guys need an editor, second set of eyes. You let me know. I'm a, I'm a, I, I scrutinize the shit out of stuff like that. My stepmom was a, an English major from UCLA and she literally like grilled the shit out of me as far as how to write and edit and all that stuff doing my college applications and that she like, I'll never forget that stuff. So to me, that is a source of pride. I, 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 I really have that eye for the detail for it. So you guys ever start putting together manuscripts and writing that up and you want a second set of eyes on stuff. You don't hesitate to ask. I've got five pages in on mine. Nice. Uh, Excellent. Let me know. Keith, I got you. I would say I have I have Keith's book right here that I was supposed to send him. So Keith. I already know Keith's answer. It's this book that's still at Owens. So Keith, I will you let me know. You, uh, I, I would happily lend some eyesight to that a hundred percent. I'm gonna drop that in the mail tomorrow because what you know is- I'm on that. That's the um uh oh god damn it. It's the the shine book. The the one I had an extra copy oh, of. Oh, the Australian snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, very cool. You know, he'll get it, and then he breeds bull and I, and then I take credit because I gave him the book that gave him the inspiration to breed the bull and I. So, very cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. You I'm got a do. favorite book of the year, Keith? Um, well, the books that mean the most to me this year because of what I went through was what people sent me. So during recovery, I could keep my mind busy. Yeah. Um, you had sent me that book, Eric, that meant a lot to me. Craig Trumbauer sent me his books. Nice. Uh, Scott and Ty sent me their books. Um, and Chris, our friend, Chris, he sent me a book too. And all those books mean the most to me for, I got them for the reason I got them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I picked up at Bob Ashley's place. I picked up a book on, um, on leaf tail geckos. And uh, okay. I'm going through that, and that's that's freaking awesome. I, I'm really enjoying that book. The name escapes me at the moment, but yeah, I yeah. saw it at Bob's place, and I was like, man, um, I need to get this and just check this out. You know, So I'm reading that right now. You're going to cool. take Keith away from me, too, and drag him into this lizard gecko bullshit you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. You're almost there. Oh, when you got Drymark kind. You got unicolors, man. You're almost there. Yeah, he used to have monitors at his house. Oh, and what I happened? You yeah. regressed. Yeah. You had mangroves, and now I you had you. I had mangroves. I was hatching mangroves at one point. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and just just ease back into it with Strophrus. You'll be good. I mean, no, maybe no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I got you, Owen. Yeah. Well, no. I, I, I gotta say, I really like those. Oh, go on. 
I was gonna say I'm gonna breed Kimberly Rocks and gift them as and Christmas then, and presents then next year. Me. Yeah, Woo-hoo. that's what he'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one yeah. for you, Owen. One for yep. you, Rob. And one yep. for you, and Pete. Over. Riley, yep. you get one too. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I really love when Owen goes off and has those little conversations with himself. He's <laughs> he's trying to convince himself. Yeah, no, yeah, no. 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 It's like, yeah. Mike, when he's having that conversation, the it's already too late. Yeah, yeah, you see me at reptile shows. People think I swear they must think I have schizophrenia because I'm see, like, Owen, can do that. Owen, Owen thinks he fights my influence, but eventually he succumbs. It's, it's, I'm, a, I'm succumbs. a tiny little yeah. boat yeah, in the river. Yeah, can't hold out. Yep. Oh, so I guess we will close it. Um, you know, uh, I guess I get a bit corny for a minute, but you know, like I never thought. I say this all the time, but like, you know, here was this idea about doing a podcast about carpet pythons, you know, 10 years ago. And uh, it it led me to all you great people uh, that, uh, you know, do this labor of love with me and help me through it, inspire me uh, to keep pushing through when, you know, <laughs> sometimes you don't feel like doing it or, you know, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. Um, but, uh, you know, I think... Um, I'm just passionate about getting the people that should be in the spotlight in the spotlight and sharing their experiences. And, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know, but it's been a great year. Um, and, uh, I look forward to, you know, more trips. I want to, I want to head out there, Mike, to see your setup one day. I mean, anytime, you know, see what you have going on and, uh, yeah, and Riley, we're heading out the, I think California this year to to come out to your side of things. And yeah, here uh, April springs, y'all see are what's going spring on trip. there. Sign yep. me up, but dude, yeah. I'll be there. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, so thank you, Owen, for putting up for me with ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's been it's it's been a ride, and I would not have I, changed a single moment. And also, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like I still don't understand why people want to sit down and listen to the two of us bullshit about reptiles for ten fucking years. I like, I mean, <laughs> and I, I and I you know what? I'm going to be saying this at the but end I appreciate of the next eleven years. Yeah, you know. Yeah. God damn! But yeah, I appreciate. Oh, sorry. It's been Go fun, I, dude. It's been fun, and I'm just. Uh, I, I definitely want to wish everybody who's listening, uh, whether you listen to it live, whether you were listening to it live, because this is a show now that's been going on for three goddamn hours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you were listening live and you dropped off, we totally understand. Um, yeah. If you're catching up on it later on, um, happy holidays. Um, e- enjoy this time with your friends and your family. Um, if you don't have friends or family, uh, just enjoy the time. Enjoy this little bit of a moment before we get into the new year, because everybody's kind of hoping that the new year is going to be a little bit better than last year and a little bit better than last year. And it has that potential. So, uh, and uh, we thank everybody for coming along with us on this ride and we'll catch everybody next time for some more Amelia Python radio, because it's one of those, you know, we're never going to go away apparently <laughs> so it's apparently not going we're going to make sure that happen keep going yeah apparently we will be a constant you almost had your life over the past couple of months i, so I almost, like, almost took me he's out. almost Damn dead it. he's almost dead <laughs> like yeah but no don't forget so, y'all have interns you can't get rid of us that easy please we own you well, anyway so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter y'all kick the bucket legacy lives on that's what's that's up, right. that's what's up. yep 
So, so anybody else? Happy got, holidays. Yep. Anybody else? Anybody else Chuck got anything? <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh, yep. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Definitely. Absolutely. And uh, man, Mike. Hopefully Thanks, Mike. we'll catch up with everybody soon yep. in the, in person. And uh, I got nothing else. Anybody else got anything? No, I love peace and chicken grease, y'all. Love it. Yeah. Hey. Take care, everybody. Have a good holiday. Love it. Mr. Stone. All good. Happy holidays. Congratulations to you, too. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll catch everybody back for some more January. on Bradley Python Radio in 2020. Very good. We are out.